Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 31 of the Planet Earth podcast. The only thing I'm worried about Hello. is, like, my, like hearing me slurp water on the microphone. <laughs> oh, if only there was a way to edit that out. Because that kind of stuff doesn't show up on the waveform. I noticed certain I hear little, it, though. Certain I hear little it, sounds though. just kind of sneak through uh, in the, in the you... Audacity file. A little. Oh, I thought you were about to about to critique my editing for that. getting rid of the. No, I, d- I did. Every a, so I did often, a... you'll hear me like take a massive deep breath in. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what I was doing. I, yeah, I, t- I try to hide those. They're not, <laughs> they're not too easy because you'll do it at the end of a sentence. Yeah, yeah. I think and that's, that's just like... how I talk sometimes. I did yeah. a purposely I, like, loud. I, d- I don't breathe in the middle of my sentences. I just breathe at the end of them. And yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. And then cough a great deal. (laughs) There are moments, like, on this show, or even in general, like, on any show, or any real-life situation, where, like, Mm -hmm. I'm talking about something for a long time, and I'm not breathing throughout that entire (laughs) There is is no breathing And then you realize you've not breathed. No, you've just got to, like, bring in your inner Tezonde and move away from the microphone. (laughs) Yeah. Do you remember you when, pre- I, when we were in Japan and I was like, Tay Zondes followed me on Twitter. <laughs> he yeah. randomly followed me weird. on Twitter and I was like, well, that's really weird. And then I looked again the next day and he'd unfollowed me and I was like, well, what the hell? Rude Tay Zonday. Rude. That's like, those, that's like those weird tactics that like certain people on Twitter will employ. Like, oh, I'm a local musician and I'm following 4,000 people. And they'll like, just, like randomly follow you for no reason, and then you'll look the next day, and they'll be gone, almost as if they expected you <laughs> yeah. to follow back, and you yeah. didn't follow back. So it's like, well, time's up, and then they like ditched you out, <laughs> out in the wind. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's their way of trying to I guess grow their follower base, try to get follow backs. Like I, I don't no, know. I, did, I didn't. Uh, I didn't follow Tezonde back. Um, good. No offense to the guy. <laughs> But that was a really weird couple of days on Twitter where I was just like, "Why did Tayzonde follow me on Twitter? That's so he, uh, bizarre." He did a he did a um, a brand deal with Dr Pepper, if I recall. So he should. Yes, do he, um, yes he did. He uh, he remade Chocolate Rain and called it Cherry Chocolate Rain. <laughs> Sorry. I think, and I it was about Dr Pepper. I did not. Know no, that. you are a hundred percent correct. Why keep the message of your uh, anti-racism song when Dr. Pepper are going to pay you a bunch of money? I mean, it can still be about racism. It's the race of Dr. Pepper against yeah Pepsi. Yeah. The inferior brand. Um, hey, Dr. Pepper is the drink of, uh, of geniuses. I got followed by um, Carrie Walgren, uh, who is the voice of Haruko from Fully Cooley, and she's also... Ah shit! Uh, the dragoon from Fifteen, Final Fantasy Fifteen. I forget her fucking name all Aranea? time. What the hell's Aranea? Yeah. I was uh, gonna say what the hell's a dragoon? She was <laughs> at. Um, uh, you'll know once you play Fourteen longer. Um, they are dragon warriors with spears. Um, okay. Oh, I'm getting water Thanks everywhere. Thanks for saving me the trouble. I'm in, getting uh... water everywhere. <laughs> um, Bill. <laughs> It's Close like, your mouth when you put the got, water in. I was just it's like, like the pin all over again. I was just talking really <laughs> excitedly, and water just kept bouncing out of the bottle on my body. Um, anyway, um, uh, I, was, pin. I was at an anime convention, and she was there for the weekend. I'm like, oh, I'm like, cool, that's awesome. And I tweeted about the convention, and I guess maybe she was perusing the tags, like the hashtags mm-hmm. or whatever. 
uh, and follow it. I guess a lot of people that were there just to try to connect so that, you know, if you want to meet and greet, you can tweet me easily. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, her, like, followers went up to, like, like people she was following, like, went up by, like, 2,000 and all that. Because, obviously, I, I know what she's doing. But she unfollowed, like, all those people, but she's still following me. So I'm like, interesting. <laughs> and to this day, hasn't unfollowed me. So You've maybe, slipped through the net. Or or she's just like, this one's actually cool. I'm going to keep the hot dog man on my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the other day um, when we were getting ready to go to the Zelda Symphony. I tweeted out. What did I tweet out? Um, I was just like, oh, I'm so excited to... like. It's my fourth time seeing the Zelda Symphony tonight. I can't wait, especially for the new Breath of the Wild music. And then the conductor just tweeted me like, you're going to love it. And I'm like... Hell yeah! This is cool. This is really cool. Twitter's and that conductor... Like, let's talk about Zelda Symphony for a second. That conductor was my favourite conductor thus far in Zelda Symphonies. Because yep. he was, like, so into it. Super like, into he it. He made it, like, a really big deal because... Um, when they do the Wind Waker stuff, they'll usually use a Wind Waker baton instead of, like, an actual conductor's baton. Oh, that's really cool. Um, and he, like, made a really big deal about, like, getting it out and showing it to everyone, whereas, like, no one else has ever done that before while I've been to one of them, so... Dude was cool. And, uh... You can tell when people like their jobs. <laughs> I'm just saying. Shout-outs to dude, Kevin something. Sorry we can't remember your name, Kevin. I remembered your first name. That's the most important thing, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, welcome to episode 31 of the Death Podcast Yeah, um, we're Hello. so glad to have you Yes That's a new thing I'm starting Okay, <clears throat> okay. Um, Like a gracious host Like a host of a party Like a fancy party Of a party The entrees are on your right <laughs> The hors d'oeuvre uh, Are down the lane Yeah Um yeah. That's how many fancy parties you I go been, to. I was like, you ever been to a fancy party? I've never been to a fancy no. party. I don't know what uh, they're like. Well, Do they talk like that? Like Dracula? I don't know. I've been to a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that a fancy party? I, 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 had, to, I had to dress up. Weddings oh, can a count. fantasy party? I was like, what? what are you talking about, wedding? Oh, right. Weddings can count until you start having them in the woods wearing camouflage. You ever see that phenomenon in America? You ever see that? No. You ever see I that? mean, no, we haven't seen that phenomenon in America because we're in England. Yeah, yeah. Well, just generally on the internet, if you ever seen oh, anybody right. have a, uh, a camo wedding in the backwoods. No, because woods. they're always invisible in the picture. Whew. Yeah. Did, did, I, if I ever um, have to attend one of those, I hope I'm invisible. We, me and Andy used to watch this program together called what's it called don't tell the bride or something yeah where basically um this is not related to video games at all but i need to tell you um the the groom would have two weeks to organize the wedding um and they'd have like a budget of like twelve thousand pounds or whatever and some of the themes that they pick for those weddings are just insane like one of them was a zombie themed wedding where um the bride came in and like was immediately chased by all these people that were dressed as zombies. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, like, one of the surprises that he got for her was one of the zombies busting through the door, him, like, pretending to shoot it in the head and getting blood all over her and, wedding dress. And, like, she doesn't know this is going to happen at all. <laughs> She's got no, no. idea. Um, and I can't The groom imagine... picks out her dress, if I recall. Yeah, that's right. Um... I've seen, some, like, there was an alien-themed one. Uh, one of didn't them was see, at a Didn't I see park? a redneck-themed one? 
Oh, it's uh, maybe I don't redneck, know. Redneck's probably what I'm talking about. <laughs> Everyone shows up in camo and they're wearing combat boots instead of like actual shoes. And it's like, what the fuck? I mean, if anyone's listening and you ever had a camouflage <coughs> wedding, I'm not, you know. I mean, maybe it sounds like I am because I am, but like I'm not like totally, you know, dissing you. It's just a little strange, and I wouldn't qualify that as a fancy party. So, Ken Russ, if you ever go to a camo wedding, that's not a fancy party. Okay, what about a steampunk wedding? That could be fancy if people are wearing top hats. Oh yeah, there were a lot of top hats. Oh, it's fancy as it gets. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> I think you suit a top hat, Ken Russ. Yeah, I, I do I, have a picture of me in a absolutely. top hat somewhere. If there oh, were ever, if 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 God is real and He created man in, in in with a specific vision, He created you for top hats. Uh, I will try and find my top hat picture just for you. Um, I think I, I feel like I've seen it. I feel like I've had to have seen this at some point, in some way. Because I'm, I'm visioning it in my head. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and and like it just works. I don't know. Should we talk about video games? Yes. Right, we can do. Um, he we talked about the... food and weddings so far, so... <laughs> do you find the top hat picture, Ken Russ? Before no, we start yet. my video games? No, sorry. Uh, I'm working on it. That's okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, what we've been we playing s- some games. What? Yeah, we've been playing some games, some long games, some good games. Oh, my uh, goodness, some long games. <laughs> what games What games do we want to start with? Uh we could start with we could start with Persona, or we could start with Hiros's Adventures in Horizon, or I only thing I've really been playing is Persona, aside from like a few mobile games that I've gotten addicted to. Um, um, but I, I don't really have much to say about those because like if you've played any mobile gacha games, then you just know how these games work. I'm like oh, mm-hmm. on on that topic, I have officially quit Fire Emblem Heroes. Oh, um, I didn't get the thing that Cold I wanted turkey. from the Easter event <clears throat> and uh, I'm a bit salty about it because I think the the gacha system in that game can be really unfair if you just have mm-hmm. bad luck so um, speaking of speaking of bad luck actually we can talk about the Overwatch event uh, oh okay. yeah. Up, up, uprising um, that that has been running for two weeks now a week two weeks two weeks a week, uh, week two weeks week, a week and a half there, there were there were two yeah, arcades for two weeks yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that is their newest PVE event, uh, where you fight some Omnics uh, as uh, Tracer, Torbjorn, Reinhardt, and Mercy. It is Tracer's mm-hmm. first mission. I like the little lore stuff. I like the little bits of lore that we get from events like this. I think it's fun mm. to get an event that's not holiday-centric. Um, what do you guys think of this event? Do you think it's fun? I think it's, like, in terms of the brawl that's going on, it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. So far, um, because Lucio Ball wasn't great. I think I played like maybe three games of Lucio Ball before I was yeah, like, okay, I'm I kind really of done with didn't. This. I did not like Lucio Ball. Uh, Junkenstein's Revenge, I really liked. Aside from some of the harder achievements, those kind of frustrated me. Then there was the Mace Snowball fight one, which was potentially for me worse than Lucio Ball. <laughs> um, I really, really, really wasn't a fan of that event. Um, and then there was the capture the flag, which I wasn't crazy about either. So I, I'm obviously a fan of like the PVE sort of stuff. Yeah. And I think this one just has a bit more meat to it than Junkenstein, personally. For sure. Um, I've I've run out of steam for the the brawl at the moment because I'm always going to be playing tr- either Rhine or um, or Mercy, 
and I'm just generally getting burnt out on playing support, I think, which is a bit of a problem, seeing as how that's pretty much all I play. I think the problem um, is you have the same problem as me, where you're like, oh, I wouldn't mind trying a different hero, but literally no one else has picked support. Yep. No one plays yeah. support, so you play support. That is the default. story of Uprising, on both all heroes mode and Well, the also, just mode. generally, just mm-hmm. generally yeah. Overwatch General for me at the minute is I'm either going to be Zen or I'm going to be... A- Mercy. Yeah, that's that's generally how my play has gone lately, because I used to play exclusively Junkrat, and then I sort of moved into... Sorry, I, I moved exclusively into support eventually. Like, I played D.Va for a little bit when she was really good, and now she's not good, so... Um, yeah, there, there's a reason Lucio is my most played character in the entire game on my on my um, career profile, which I when I looked at, I'm like, oh, I didn't expect that, but it makes sense because that's literally all I ever get to play is like Lucio or. or it's because like no one finds support that rewarding, and especially with it turned out to be a bit bullshit in the end, but where everyone was like support gets less SR than everyone else in comp and. Um, that's not going to encourage people to play support if they're not getting yeah. rewarded as much as the rest of the team because support like can be fun but it's also the most stressful role you can play in mm-hmm. Overwatch um because if i like we had a game of competitive that i was playing with Kinross the other day and we had this reaper on the team that would go into the middle of the fight by himself and then be like mercy why aren't you healing me and i'm like because I can't get to you without dying myself, like, obviously. Um, and this the worst. repo was just, like, shouting at me and calling me stupid because I was playing Mercy Bad or whatever. Um, so you get, like, flack off the rest of the team if you aren't pocket healing them. Um, it's stressful when you see a fucking Genji 700 years away um, mm. jumping around on the other side of the map at crit going, I need healing, I need healing. Um... Yeah, so I understand that you're getting burnt out, but no one else wants to play it. So, yeah. what are you going to so do? I, I don't really support? know what I, do. I. I honestly don't know what I'm going to do. I don't want to give up Overwatch because it is fun to play with people, but I just, I'm not enjoying it at the minute. A little break. Well, <clears throat> I have helps. a little break, like I said. But then I'll I come go, back and I I'll be like, I can go solo heal gonna... if we play together. It's fine. Yeah, but I don't like putting you on solo heal. It's all right. I get twenty thousand healing done a game. It's fine. <laughs> Um, I think that before I got burnt out, I did, on the law front, like this is the first example of law in the actual game. Mm. Everything else has been law outside of the game. So for that, I like it because all the outside <laughs> law is what pisses me off the most about Overwatch, really. Yeah. Um, I think that it's just about my favorite event in terms of the game mode. I think I preferred capture the flag as an idea more it was just not well balanced um no like i found myself mostly in capture the flag being the person who'll be like well i'll stay with the flag on our side yeah so a lot of it would just be like waiting around waving at thalia while we were just like don't have anything to do right now let's hide in the bushes (laughs) um (laughs) in terms of like skins and stuff though i really 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 like a lot of the skins in this yeah. event. The skins like, are I think great. My, I w- my favorite are Mercy, Widow, and uh, Blackwatch Genji. Yes. Oh, and the and the McCree. And the McCree. I will cry and if I tall. don't get the McCree. I will actually. I'll film it. 
Uh, How many coins do you have? Like 1,200 only. <clears throat> um, you got to grind, it's man. Sad. It's sad. See, because uh, because I'm burnt out, I am going to have to buy myself 50 loot boxes this weekend coming. That's oh, what no. I'm thinking, dude. That's what I'm thinking, too. It's, it's I not, bought myself not... 24 the other day, and it's fun to open them, but I basically didn't get anything apart from a Torbjorn skin in them. It hurts. It hurts when <laughs> you buy boxes, and like you're all excited, because you're like, I gotta have something in here. And then you open them and like, really, what did I just spend money on? Like when you at the, when you like when you're done and you turn the game off and you go and like look in the mirror, like what did I just buy? I think like, I got three legendary skins. I got the Mac T Tracer. Um, I got the Chief Engineer Torbjorn skin from the event, and then I got the Cyber Goth Zarya, which is like my least favorite skin oh in the game. Oh my god, that's <laughs> the worst skin. I hate that skin so much. <laughs> I told a friend that I hated that skin because he was wearing it. Cause, and uh, mm. I'm like, that's the ugliest skin in the game. Is that the only one you've got? He's like, yeah, but I think it's one of my favorites. And I was like, dude, what? I couldn't believe it. That and Punk Tracer. I can't stand those skins. They're so ridiculous. She swears what about, if you've uh, got the profanity filter off, it's so good. What about um, what about Anna's New Year's skin? People didn't like that one. Uh, I don't like that one either. Oh, that scary one? The... Yeah, the towel one. Oh, that's scary. It's I don't creepy. mind it. I don't mind it. It's a little, it's a little frightening, uh, in a way. I think um, the, the hogs is worse. I, I really, really Roadhog like one. that Roadhog skin. I can't stand the Roadhog. It's my one. favorite Roadhog skin. I'm glad I got in it. Terms I'm like, super pumped for that one. In terms of new skins, in like, like favorability, I guess uh, Chinese New Year was my favorite one by far. Yeah, because the Great diva skin was awesome. Yeah. Uh, the four that were based off of that movie that I forget the name of. <laughs> Uh, Journey, Journey to the West. Journey to the West, yeah. Um, That's what Dragon Ball was based off of as well. All yeah. of those skins are amazing. I yep. think the Sanzang Zenyata skin is like so good, so good. Mercy skin's pretty good. It's probably my only tracer skin that I like. Yeah, the rose painted on her guns, like the roses and everything, look really nice. Like even if mm. I get Cadet Tracer or whatever, I'm probably still going to use the uh, the New Year one just mm. because it's just it's really classy looking. That's a nice skin. And then you've got the Junkrat Firework one, which, with the gold gun, looks incredible. <laughs> yeah. It's like the best skin for Junkrat, if you have the gold gun. Which I don't have, Someday. but it will, it will one day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch in between my other game. Um, because I am desperate to get that Mercy skin. I got it on my free box. No. He's just one of my least played supports. I feel um, like the loot boxes <clears throat> know when you don't yeah. play a hero. <laughs> and uh, like give me Genji, because I barely play Genji. Let's go, Blizzard. What's going on? I, I mean I've got I, six I never gold. thought I would I like buy. I never thought I would like a Genji skin more than I like the Oni skin that you got for the Heroes of the Storm thing yeah. event that they did. But that Blackwatch Genji skin is fucking amazing it's so it is good really good skin Ugh. the only one the only skin that i actually like outwardly dislike is the ironclad torbjorn one where he doesn't have the beard because i think he just mm. looks everybody like everybody it. keeps telling me that that if you shrunk me down to a dwarf that skin <laughs> looks like <me>. and, it's, <laughs> and i keep looking at it going god damn it I, and like i can see there where they're coming from uh 100 so i wish that skin didn't exist <laughs> uh, but yeah um it's a fun event I, I i i like that they keep experimenting with pve i hope this mode 
in some form, even if it stays just in the custom game browser or whatever, like stays mm-hmm. a part of the game. Because like I would hate to be the guy that made this and then like you know, oh hey, you made this really yeah, cool thing. It's only weeks. gonna be in the game for two weeks or three weeks or whatever. Because uh, it is a lot Same of fun. Same with Junkenstein. Like between Junkenstein and this event, I was like, man, I want a PVE. Yeah. I want a PVE mode that I can play because I enjoyed Junkenstein's Revenge. Aside from, I would have liked if they'd had the all character mode that this one has. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, even though everyone would just like go Bastion Mercy and just power boost their way to victory. Uh, but... yeah, that one would be easy because you don't have to really move around. I mean, I guess in I guess in uh, Uprising, you don't have to move around too much either. You mostly on the payload, but um, mm-hmm. I think. My my other big issue with Uprising, aside from your team being absolute morons, is that it's so bloody long. Mm. I don't think it's that long. Like the more I play it, the more I'm like, it's like ten minutes. You get paid for your experience quite with with experience quite well for your time investment. I think the the part it counts towards your arcade wins. So yeah, yeah. I guaranteed our I guaranteed arcade win is nice from this. I I think I see where you're coming from, Kinross, sort of because. The, the the only part that like starts to really drag for me and like I like I start to zone out during it is the part where you're waiting for the payload to power up. Yeah. Um where you're on that like mandatory like four minute timer that seems like it takes a lot longer than four minutes. Um like moving from those first three points, that m- section kinda flies by really fast. The payload section flies by really where you're driving it down the street, that flies mm-hmm. by pretty good. But that point in the middle where you're defending the payload in its stationary position for four minutes Every time I get to that part, I'm like, well, time to just fall asleep because, like, you'll have your Torbjorn, or if you're playing all heroes, your Bastion set up there, you'll have a barrier in front of it, and then you'll it's just, like, just floating around, healing this idiot tracer the entire time for that, for that <laughs> section. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, um, it's, it's, like, really not too much longer than a normal match, at, at, if you look at the time total. Uh, so, so like I sent yeah. Bill a picture of my longest match the other day, uh, yeah. which was like thirty-five minutes on Elios, and I got five gold that's medals. Cr- as Lucio. That's crazy. I don't remember how much experience I got from that. That's crazy. <laughs> Not enough. It was in overtime for most of it as well. <laughs> I don't think you even dinged. No, I definitely got a loot box because it it says on the picture that I got the loot uh, box. Okay. So, <laughs> well, yeah. that could have been your arcade win. Yeah. I hate that they've taken away, like, all the other modes that I enjoy playing, though, while this is off. Like, 1v1, I feel like, has been around for a really long time now. I really um, like 1v1. Uh, especially as a quick match to, like, get an arcade win, too. Like, 1v1 was always one of my favorites to do that in. Has uh, it been gone for a while? Because I don't remember seeing it. I feel like it has. I feel like that might have been one of those modes. I know, I know they, did, they removed 3v3 for a while to say that they want to look at that mode for a bit, but they didn't do anything new to it when they put it back, so I don't know what they were doing. But uh, 1v1, maybe I'm thinking of 1v1 they said that about, but, like, it's just a goofy, fun mode. You don't have to, like, make it super, like, oh, we gotta take a look at that. And, like, it's just, you're fighting one-on-one. Like, what do you want? Like, like I, I really enjoyed that mode. Uh, every now and then I'd get a stretch of it was heroes. It's just a guaranteed loss for me. Where it's, it's like, just oh, like, ugh. Zarya 1v1s are boring, uh, Diva 1v1s are kind of boring, it's just, let's just stand in front of each other and see who breaks each other's mech first, um, and Winston 1v1s, those ones always annoy the shit out of me, I, every time I'd get those, I'm like, ah, ah, um, Widow, and, Widow 1v1s are fun. And they've taken away the Brawl playlist as well, which in general mm-hmm. I don't like, because I always get stuck on modes that I don't like, um, but I used to play Brawl quite a lot. 
Um, because it was like arcade fun that wasn't random heroes, even though random heroes is in the brawl playlist. Because uh, random heroes always sticks me with a fucking Torbjorn on attack every single goddamn time. Um, yeah. Just gotta get good. Yeah, I just gotta become a Torbjorn main. I mean, I have his new highlight intro, so. Yeah, <laughs> it might work out. It might, it might. Um, yeah, I like the new mode. Overwatch is good. Overwatch has always been good. It continues to be good. Um, and they have said that Summer Games is I can is tell you when it wasn't back, good. So. It wasn't good during the last Summer Games. It was awful then. Yeah, it wasn't fun to like not be able to get the thing that you need. Like I have It wasn't one. fun to not get the thing that you needed, and um, Lucio Ball was the most RNG bollocks that you couldn't really control at all anyway. Um Sorry <laughs> there, Bill. I never got my tracksuit tracer. So. Oh, um, yeah, I never got Sad. the junk rat spray that I needed, and it's like the <laughs> only thing that I can't get for junk rat. Yeah. Um, so the minute that Summer Games comes back, mm. I'm buying that spray buying if it's in. So long as that you can rebuy it. Yeah. If you can't, then I'm quitting Overwatch forever because I'll never achieve my goals. <laughs> We're almost at the one year anniversary. Do you think they're gonna do anything for the one year anniversary? If they no. don't. Uh, they're cr- what, what, they're crazy. It's, it's going to be in May, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say maybe they put Doomfist out, but that's a bit too soon after Orisa. I think they might. Well, I don't want to say they. I think they might do an event, but I think I would like it if they did an event for it. You gave everyone like birthday stuff. It'd be cool. But Junkrat oh. already has a happy birthday line. Oh no! What are they going to do? Literally unplayable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'd like him to do an event. I think or release a new map. Do. Yeah, I can see him doing. I feel something. like they're going to acknowledge it in some way. Uh, I feel like map would game. be ideal because it's been a, been a minute since we've had a new map. Yeah, oh, well, that was the last one. That was January, I think. Ago. So yeah, we only had like two. New, well, technically three with Echo Point Antarctica, but. Like, we haven't had that many new maps since launch. New map and icon a player icon. <laughs> yeah, that'll be it. We're like, ooh! Recognizing. Don't oh, spoil me, Blizzard! <laughs> and the candle is a one! Oh! No, it's only got one candle on it. Uh... <clears throat> Maybe we'll Eventually, get free in 20 boxes. years' time, it's like too many candles on the cake. Oh, but the free loot boxes won't make me as happy if it's just old-ass skins in them. So, do an event, Blizzard. No, no, they'll be called classic skins. Classic. <laughs> because after the one year anniversary, you won't be able to get them any other way. Oh. You mean Shit. all old skins are going by? Yeah. yeah. Into the classic. I better buy box. all my Junkrat stuff then. Into the into the classic vault, the Disney I vault. Will, I will cause an uproar. Um, Bill tweeted out a video that was a, an interview with Jeff Kaplan. Well, not an <laughs> uh, he was reading comments read from AGN. It, yeah, um, my favorite one was <laughs> where someone said, um, "There's been a leak, and all new DLC characters are going to be female only." And Jeff was like, 
Yep, and we are slowly removing all of the male characters from the game, so no more Hanzo, no more Genji. <laughs> I love I love that man. That that interview is really funny. Uh, yeah. My favorite bit was where someone was like, There's no way that this has sold twenty five million copies <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, Well, I've personally bought three, so I can't vouch for twenty five million copies, but I can vouch for three copies and we're very proud of that. <laughs> I love it. That's one of the first things I did when I woke up today, and I just... I, I'm glad you I, tweeted I, it out, because I don't so think happy. I would have seen it otherwise. I don't even know, I don't even know where I saw it linked. I might have been Reddit, where I saw it posted. Yeah, I probably read it. Because um, I don't really follow IGN anywhere. Not that I really have anything against IGN, but I just don't follow them anywhere, because I don't need their coverage. Um, <laughs> I don't need you, IGN. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Most, like, game news sites, like, I don't, like, typically really use any. Because, like, Reddit and NeoGAF, like, everything's just posted there. Um... But yeah, good event, good good fun, great fun. Mm. Um, what what? There's two. There's a fork in the road now for the podcast. That there's two roads to go down. There's two games. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Persona Road and the Horizon Road. Uh, there, there's a sign on each of them. What's that on the horizon? Um, <laughs> ah! I was trying to think of a Horizon joke, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> that was it. That was the only Horizon joke. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nice. Uh, I mean... Well, it's ultimately... Ebby, do you feel like talking yet? I can, I can talk. Um, I, I will do my little precursor thing that I did before the podcast with uh, Bill mm-hmm. and Ken Ross. If we're going to talk about Persona. Yeah, let's do, let's do Persona. Let's do Persona. Okay. Um, so, as a precursor then, I finished the game. Um, I've seen everything that the game has to offer uh, in some ways. Um, but I'm going to be treating this podcast as if every listener is as cautious as Bill is. Um, uh-huh. Because Bill doesn't want to get spoiled for the game, obviously, and I'm mm-hmm. going to suggest to him right now, just in case, don't read the comments of this video if we get any. Oh, I was not planning <laughs> on it. I was waiting for... Yeah. Not that I don't trust the people who listen to us, but... When I when I, I was if you weren't going to do a precursor, I was going to mention that you know like I'm very cautious about this thing. I might take my headphones off, but I'll trust you. I'm not going to do that. Um, Considering for, you for... asked Kinross asked earlier how many dungeons are there, and I said I can't yeah. tell you because it's a spoiler. I trust. I, I trust you, Abby. But by giving That's a one. precursor and by me saying that, if you hadn't given the precursor, if I gave my own precursor, I feel like someone out there would hear that and go, oh, it's prime time now. And they would instantly go in the comments and, like, yeah. you know, try to spoil something. Or tweet mm. on Twitter, which is also scary. Uh, but I um, literally, like, when I was tweeting about Persona 5, I never used the words yeah. Persona 5. P- P5. Yeah. I'd use either P5 or I'd use, like, this game and then put a picture of what I was referring I, uh, to or whatever. I, uh, I, I tweeted out my stupid little joke um, about what game I'm playing. Uh, and it was like, oh, I, I can't... I, I don't want to tweet out what game I'm playing um, out of fear of Twitter bots spoiling me. But for me, it's a personal 5 out of 5 with the personal <laughs> word capped. Uh, yeah. Personal 5. Yeah. Uh, I was really proud of that. Uh, and I kind of, I kind of want to talk about like some of the stuff around the game as well, like the Final Fantasy thing that we mentioned the other day when we mm-hmm. were talking, um, which I'm sure will make sense in context in a little bit, and also the Atlas thing. Oh yeah! Explain yourselves, Atlas. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 streaming that one thing. or the uh, oh the streaming no, the thing. streaming thing. Yeah. 
Oh, I think you're talking about Takamaki-san. Takamaki-san. Explain yourself. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, so yeah, this conversation will be kind of not, not like, over. I mean, yeah, overly cautious, so I'm gonna, but I'm not gonna to the detriment. I'm going to talk about some of the game, but I'm not going to be specific. I'm not going to, like... I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna talk about the story at all. If you want to talk about the story so far, I'm just gonna like back back out mm-hmm. because it'll, I don't want to accidentally be like, oh, here's a hint to a thing that happens in the future, and you're like, oh, well, now I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll be like when we were talking about Zelda last time, where we'd already done the spoiler cast, whereas this time Bill and I haven't finished Persona yet, so the spoiler cast yeah. will be in the future. So it's just yeah. gonna be like a vague generalization of the game rather than um, specifics that is confirmation in this episode that yes we're doing a spoiler cast for Persona 5 it, like <clears throat> game that big you know you have to uh, yeah. so yeah once we uh, all finish hopefully it will Atlas definitely don't be... strike us down for it oh. <laughs> uh, although that said 7-7 is bloody far away I'm 20 yeah. hours uh, 15 hours in I think and I'm only at the end of May yeah, um, um, I don't remember like what even happens. Like, I'm assuming seven yeah. seven is like a big it's, event. It's yeah. probably just a cutoff, <clears throat> or like, God damn it, why do I got to be sick whenever it's time to do something? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's probably uh, now. Obviously, like Ebby will know. Um, but uh, but Kinneros, between you and I here, uh, <laughs> what I what Ebby I assume <laughs> what I what I assume seven seven is is like. And and this could end just up po- before the like the inter- introduction. Of yes, yes. The point. And this could end up being um, a spoiler for anybody listening who maybe hasn't started the game if you don't know how the game is structured or whatever. But I mm-hmm. I want to talk about that anyway. So I'm gonna say right now if people are worried about spoilers of like the first ten minutes of the game or so, um, I'm sorry. Because um, I, I am gonna talk about that. I, I I'm I, I sound like such an asshole. I'm like, oh, nothing can be spoiled on on pure Bill over here. But I'm gonna talk about the first few minutes of the game and the story structure a little bit when I when I talk about the game. So if you're worried about like you know story setup and how the game is structured, I apologize. Um, I I really do because I know if if you don't want to hear that stuff, you could tune out now and uh, whatever and and skip ahead and see where we're at. But uh. But um, I, I assume that seven seven is probably the interrogate. Like, what's because when you when you watch the the calendar like flip when it when it flashed yeah. forward to the interrogations, it doesn't show you what date it lands on, but it skips way past June. Like you, you look at the dates and it goes into June, like towards the end of June, well, and then the calendar said, cuts off. The, the beginning of the game says six months ago. Yeah, at the start of the game, so you know that it's going to be in around mm-hmm. September October time. So. I assume that 7-7 is probably, like, past the interrogation date or, like, whatever, um, or, or something. I, I, I can only imagine. Or it's just, or it's just a, a part in the story that they just don't want you to stream past. It has nothing to do with the interrogation or anything of the sort. Um, it might be, um, I genuinely don't remember, but it might be, like, the start of a new palace, perhaps. And poss- they're like, possibly, well, you've, yeah. you've got, yeah. you've got yeah. your three, so no more. Or yeah, that's that's um, what I assume. It's probably just a weird cutoff date that they gave with, with uh, um, where they think, okay, this is where you know. It's probably just, I I like everything else. I probably read too much into everything. So like, and that's probably <laughs> nothing. But but yeah, um, we can talk I, about I, that. I, first. I know to, I know to be very cautious around you, Bill, because I remember as a very very long time ago having a discussion about whether knowing that there's a twist in a story or not mm, yeah. is a yeah. spoiler. Like not uh, even what the twist uh, is, but 
just knowing I, that there's knowing a choice. Knowing that there is one. I, I like, think, I think that's the case. Um, but I know that there are twists in Persona 5. Um, just, uh, just off of, just knowing. Like, people have said, oh, I've got I, a twist. I think that we... I, I've had a twist spoiled on me, and it's like, okay, well, I know the twist, but like, whatever. I mean, I, I, I think, I think that we that's... ultimately Go came ahead, to the conclusion that that a good story will have a reveal in it anyway. Yeah, so to that's... know that there is a reveal isn't yeah. a spoiler, but it knowing what the reveal is, is would yeah. be more of a that's, spoiler, I guess. Yeah, like for for something like Persona, going into it, I know, like I know that there's going to it's a hundred hour game. There's pr- more than likely going to be twists in this game. Uh, I hope like, so. It's like when you when a new M Night Shyamalan film comes out, like oh, I know there's a twist in that kind of deal. It's probably a spoiler. Mm-hmm. No, there isn't a twist in an M Night Shyamalan movie. Um, but I think for certain things that you're unsuspecting of, like oh man, the twist at the end. I get. I think if you say where it's at specifically, or if you like mm-hmm. just straight up be like oh man, you won't believe who died in Game of Thrones. It's like oh, well, <laughs> I don't know who died in Game of Thrones, but I mean like you know now I know someone dies at the end. Thanks, buddy. I'm waiting for the death because now when that really tension, really like high tense scene comes on, I know someone's dying in it. You know the pro- but- the problem with Game of Thrones is you're like. I mean, that person died. Is that what they were talking about? Yeah, that's true. A lot of people dying. Oh, maybe they were. <laughs> maybe they were talking about that one. Maybe this person's gonna. Yeah, oh no! Yeah. Um, but but I I the only reason I know there are twists in Persona is because when that Twitter bot was going around um, spoiling the game for everybody, somebody mentioned like you know, don't worry if you know the twists in Persona, like you'll still enjoy the game. And I read that comment like, oh, now I know there are twists. But I you know. See, I don't I... think that's necessarily true. If I knew what was going to happen, I think that would immediately make me enjoy the story, which is the main part of the game, a lot less. Because yeah. I'd just be like, well, I'm waiting for this thing to happen. Like... Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's one thing. When I, whenever I talk about spoilers or whatever, or with, and with strangers, because you guys understand, um, whenever somebody uses that like phrase, like, oh, it's the journey, not the destination, Like, I get where your sentiment's coming from. Like, oh, you know... Like all the fun you had along the way, you know, outweighs like you know getting there. Then it's over. But it's I, like I, when when I'm playing a game, when I'm experiencing a story, that tension of not knowing what's going to happen is ingrained in that journey. That journey involves that. Like I'm going on this journey, and along the way, I'm figuring things out on my own. That is that is placed into that journey. Like you take that part of the journey away. I'm still going on that journey and I'm still meeting characters and I'm still seeing things and doing different gameplay mechanics, but there's a piece missing. It's like not taking your best friend somewhere and like, you know, you leave them behind and it's like, well, there's something missing from this car ride. Like there's something missing from the journey. If like, I, I, I feel like that excuse. And I, I mean, I don't know if anybody, either of you believe that um, statement. It's during the destination. I don't, Um, with a game uh, like Persona. (laughs) I feel like, I'm sorry. I feel I'll, I'll finish in two seconds. Um, I feel like a lot of people who will say that are people who have been spoiled and don't want to feel bad about it. Like, yeah. mm. like oh, I've been spoiled, but it's okay. It's the journey, not the destination. Um, like with story-heavy games, I don't think that statement is necessarily true. But if someone was like to say, yeah. "Oh, you fight, you fight Beast Ganon at the end of Hyrule Warriors," that's more of a journey 
thing than the destination anyway. Yeah, yeah. It just, it, like, mm-hmm. totally depends on the game and how story-intensive it is, because I really like my stories. I think if Final Fantasy fifteen had been spoiled for me, I would have been really, really upset about it. Mm-hmm. I think if yeah. Persona 5 had been spoiled for me, I would have been really, really upset by it. Um, I... I suspect that there are two classes of people. There's the class of people that think that the story is, you know, the beats that happen, the things that happen. And then there's those people that think a story is the the um, evolution of the relationship of characters rather than yeah. the things that happen to them. It's the, it's like the, the, the... characters and thus saying... XYZ happens at the end isn't important because it's oh, Kinross Ningle and Ryuji are <laughs> best buds now. Um, yeah. Um, everybody think, listening, like, that, in... that is Kinross's name in Persona, by the way. It's Kinross Ningle. I think in terms of Persona, um, the game already gives you enough of like a catch Um with the way that the start of the game is set up, it already gives you that catch to be like, well, what's happening? So (laughs) I don't think any additional information on top of that is something I would have needed because that's obviously been carefully constructed to, you know, make the players interested in what's happening, get you involved. And I just, I think there's a difference between people who appreciate really good writing or are writers themselves and people who prefer gameplay. And that's fine if that's a thing that you prefer, but there um, are... Uh, I'm not that person. <laughs> there are a lot of people who you will find with the opinion that, well, stories and games are shit anyway, so I don't need to worry about spoilers. Like, they'll they'll place video game storytelling below film or below TV or below books or whatever. Uh, so they look at it as like, well, the story is usually crap anyway, so I don't care if I'm spoiled. When it's like, I mean, like, that's your opinion, I guess. Like, you know, if that's what you feel. Like, like, like I, I will never, like take anyone who says that seriously when I could give them some good examples of some really great video game storytelling. Like, obviously, not every game is going to be a hit out of the park, but neither are uh, neither is every movie, and neither is every book, and neither is every TV show. I can name you a thousand shows that suck total shit. Um, I refer you to Pixels. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think a lot of or people... any of the Netflix Adam Sandler they, they, they don't treat like, video game stories and their spoilers as seriously as they do, like, Thanos is in this, or anything like that from the Marvel Universe. I, you know, it's probably a bad example, but uh, people flip out about fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe spoilers, and it's like, yeah, we get it. They're all just mashing each other with their fists for 90 movies. I understand. Um, mm. It's not much to really spoil. Uh, Some of them have magic fists. Though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, I, I can tell you for certain that, like, you know, being spoiled on something like Yakuza 0, like, that you're gonna play that game, and you're not if you know the reveals in that game like if you know the way that that story is set up and structured and the way everything crosses like you're not gonna have as much of a fun time you know that's like i'm spoiled on persona 4 and like while spending time with those characters is still a joy like part of that central mystery was being in a a detective group with your friends and solving a murder and when all of those characters are already talking like they're talking to each other about oh i wonder who it is and i'm just up here like i know who it is as i'm looking at the (laughs) screen like I, I'm not as immersed in that. Like, I, th- I think yeah. that, as we were saying before the the episode, that works in Persona 5's favor, uh, in that thus far, there doesn't seem to be anything yeah. big happening. It's a, it's a very small feeling story. Mm. Um, 
But yeah. So you don't have that thing where you're like, I know what's happening because you don't constantly get reminded about it. Speaking to as someone spoilers. who who like has finished the game, um, I don't think I could replay the game in the same way. Um, mm-hmm. because I know everything that happens and I know the way that the story progresses and stuff. I'm trying to tread so fucking carefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, like now we know that stuff happens. Sorry, spoiler. <laughs> the story has progression. Um, but I still think that I will definitely appreciate the first playthrough a lot because I really went out of my way to finish the game as fast as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't get spoiled. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm really glad I picked this game up because uh, it's impossible to get a copy of it right now. <laughs> yeah, I would have to buy digital. Um, and I, I wasn't going to buy it for a while because I was like, well, I've just come off the back of Final Fantasy and then gone pretty much straight into Breath of the Wild. I don't need another long game. But then when I was in Manchester, <laughs> Cam's copy of the game got delivered like two days early and he was like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a bit of Persona 5, obviously. And I was like so captivated by just watching him play it that I was like, I'm going to just buy a copy of it right now. And it was still in stock. So I was fortunate. Um, mm. Damn good, good game, though. Like, in general. If we're, if we're actually going to talk about, like, thoughts on the game now. Damn good yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I have, a cu- I have a couple of niggles with it thus far. I'm about 15 hours in. Um... Yeah, I'll talk about my niggles after you talk about yours then. Okay. Or ningles. So, <laughs> my ningles. <laughs> um, I'm. I will say I'm enjoying it a lot more than Persona Four. Um, I don't feel as though I'm as horrifically lost as I was in Persona Four. I'm still feeling a little bit lost. Um, I don't know whether I haven't noticed it or not, but there's um, it's like a, a trait skill set thing in a star and you do various things to mm-hmm. earn more musical notes or whatever mm-hmm. is there a way to know how many notes you are to the next rank because it seems nope. like knowledge takes forever um and everything else is like super quick oh i ranked up knowledge knowledge was the only thing i got up to rank five and i did it like through halfway through the dates of the game so um, See, I was doing nothing but focusing knowledge, and um, before my my exams, I still hadn't ranked up my knowledge. Um, well, you need to pay better attention in class. I have gotten <laughs> every single question right, thank you very much. Yeah, of course you, you can, have. No you can pull the cheater. internet. Actually, no, wait. You can pull I got the one internet. wrong. I got one wrong because I misclicked. <laughs> um... um it's just like it takes a long time to update those skills, but there's no way to tell. So, okay. Um, the one I, I struggled with the most was really. kindness. I was like, "How the hell do I get kindness?" And then I figured it out. You, and it was you nice. work at a flower shop. Yeah, you work at a flower shop and take care of the plants in your room. Um. Mm. So, mechanically, I mostly get it. Um. The fusion, I'm still terrified of. I'm still terrified of fusions. Fine, to spend if you, my time if you wrong. mess up fusions, you can go to the compendium and you can buy new personas. Okay, oh, you? Yes. Okay. So don't freak out about the fusions. It's fine. 
Um, I'll still freak out about not spending my time properly. That's um, that's the thing that you should be freaked out about. Fusions is the the absolute last thing you should be freaking out about. <laughs> um, I think fusions is what stopped me mostly in Persona Four. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. This is apparently a very important thing for the game. I don't get it. I'm done. So. I was surprised to find that the the base Persona, you know, or certain the one that you like start the game <laughs> with, you can just fuse him into another thing and that's absolutely fine and the game's not like nope you need to keep this one i genuinely thought yeah. it was going to stop me from doing that but it didn't so um yeah my my problems with the game um i really don't have many but the ones that i do have bother me a lot i guess um mm. so the first one is morgana not letting me do shit when i really need to do shit <laughs> um so, like, so many times I've been like, I have to leave this palace because I don't have any supplies whatsoever. Yeah. So I'll go back. And then I'm like, right, so tomorrow is the day that I'm going to buy medicine. And then I'm going to mm-hmm. go to the palace the day after. Yeah. Um, or whatever. But, but no. Th- but then, like, you get back from the palace. Morgana's like, oh, you should go straight to bed because you're pretty tired. And I'm like, okay. Um, so I go to bed, and then the next day there'll be like an event that happens, and then yeah. the, I'll be like, okay, maybe I can go out of the the cafe now, and he'll be like, ah, you look, you know, you look pretty tired, and you need to rest up for tomorrow. It's going to be a big day, and I'm like, can can you just can you not? I can't even like go outside to the baths to like take a bath or go no. to the laundromat, or I can't do anything. That would be literally the least strenuous thing for me to do in that situation. I can't watch a DVD. I can't watch a DVD so I can fucking return it to the rental store before the date that I need to take it back. And then I'll get a 21,000 yen fee for taking it back so late because so much shit happened. Do you want to know what's worse? Is when you don't get to watch the, uh, the thing. I mean, you did basically say it. You don't get to watch the video because five days stuff happens, and then you're like, isn't my return day, like, two days ago, I wish and there's they'd still the four more day days? On. I wish they'd mark the return date on the calendar, that I will say. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> um, that would be nice. Actually, you know what? I have another issue, and I don't know whether I'm being a moron. I've bought, like, five books. I can't read my books. No, you have to read them when you get a seat on the train. Or you can go to the library after school to read. You can also read them, if you guys don't know this, you can also read them at the bar at LeBlanc. At the bar? Mm-hmm. But oh I've got God. a sofa upstairs. Yeah, if you go to the right side I of the bar. I have a sofa. Like, next to the payphone, kind of, you can walk out and press X, and then it'll ask you if you'd like to read your, one of your books here. Well, what? I didn't know that. <laughs> because cause it's getting a seat on the train, like yeah. real life, is pure RNG bollocks. <laughs> it's super easy to not realize because it doesn't really tell you you can read your books there. It's just kind of like, oh, I guess if the player is curious enough to go press X over here at the bar, yeah, you can read your books. Um, no, because I figured, you know, the books would go on the bookshelf in my room <laughs> and I'd read them on the sofa. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll go downstairs and read it in a, in a cafe. Um, so, so... To be fair, not a very busy one. Um... <laughs> Well, no. So yeah, uh, I talked about Morgana. <laughs> uh, the next one, I, the next couple of things I'm going to talk about are going to be like super vague, but I'm hoping people who okay. have played the game to a certain extent will at least know what I'm talking about. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really do not like the design of some of the palaces because I think they are just the most annoying, most mundane shit ever. Like, just n- absolute not fun to play. Um, I just... I'll that talk about is... it more in the spoiler cast, but there are just points yeah. within dungeons that I'm like, this isn't fun. Like, that I is understand the mechanic, lot. but you're testing me over and over again on the same mechanic, and it's not fun. Like, stop. That is alarming to me, uh, sort of. Um, mostly, mostly because one of my complaints with four was that the dungeons were terrible. Well, I mean, maybe not terrible in the same way that you're stating. Like, mm. like yeah. obviously, these are mechanically t- like uh, shit. Um, whereas Persona Fours were just shit. Um, because they're just nothing but hallways. Uh, they were all but, the same bad. Yeah, one of one of my like g- great joys so far in playing five is that I like dungeons are improved over four, and that they aren't randomly generated; they're handcrafted. I don't uh, think they're like been... bad in the same way that you're describing. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay, that, 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 that asu as what's that word? Asuaj asuaj asu asuake. <laughs> Let's say it's at a fancy party. Um, you've I don't know what you're trying to say. Assuage is my fears. There's a word that like, oh, assuage, so, assuage. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Sorry, I, I I know vocabulary. I just don't know how to say anything. I thought you were uh, trying to say something in Japanese. That's why. <laughs> no, no. That's why I said assuage. No, I'm not trying to audition <laughs> for their dub. Um, uh, oh my god. But um. But yeah, okay, that's that's good to know. It's yeah, not, it's not uh, it's not bad in the same way that I'm imagining Persona Four is like mementos. Um, yes, yes, yeah. Um, it's just like they have these mechanics, like, and you're like, I totally understand this mechanic. This mechanic makes so mm-hmm. much sense. And then they will make you do it five more times, and you're like, uh, but this isn't fun. Like I've already proved that I understand what I'm supposed to do. So just let me carry on. Because I feel you've, like just some of the me. some of the palaces are so fucking long and take so long to do, but it's just like walking around in circles half of the time because you're like, well, I understand what I'm supposed to do and it's all in this one room and I just have to find the one thing that I need to activate or whatever. I, I can I can see um, the length of some of these. Sorry, um, I had a hiccup. The length of some of these, like getting to be uh, trying on your patience, especially with the way the save system in this game works. Uh, yes, the save the system. Save Good God, the save system fucking sucks. Um, I cannot tell you. I like it, in the last dungeon in the game. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I have to turn the difficulty down because I just keep dying and resetting really far back because there aren't any save rooms in this dungeon whatsoever. Um, so I ended up turning it down to easy. And I felt really bad about it for a bit, and then I was like, "Actually, this is now ten times more enjoyable." So I feel no shame yeah. anymore. That's uh, that's a fine feature for five. They, they you couldn't change difficulty in four. So when you get stuck in a dungeon where someone just whooping your ass over and 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 over again, and like this, the battle's so long, and you put up as good of a fight as you can for like an hour, and then you die. Like, it's like fuck you. It's, it's, and I thought, oh, you know, this port was made. Recently, let me go check and see if I can change the difficulty in Persona 4 Golden. Nope. Can't. You guys are a whole new save. So, like, okay, 40 so hours when I in start it, you know. Persona, 4, Persona 4 Golden, uh, I'll put easy. it on easy. Because I just, it's... like, I don't care about being challenged in games sometimes. Sometimes I yeah. just want to yeah. be like, I, I just want to get through it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've, um, you've managed to remind me of another issue I have. I 
am sick to death of trying to ambush a guard and flinging myself at a wall only to have the guard, the camera freak the flip out and the guard to be behind me. And I'm trying to work out where the hell the guard is. The guard turns around, sees me and does a crap ton of damage to me because I tried to ambush him. Well, that sounds like a you problem. No. Uh- <laughs> or when I'm running, when I'm running straight at the back of someone, and the circle comes up, and I hit X, and my guy just runs up, hits them with the sword, and doesn't pull their face off. That genuinely does sound like a you problem. I never had that issue. <laughs> I would show you my problem, but the game doesn't let me. Um, uh... yeah. Sorry, sorry. That, was that reminds like... me. I I recorded some problems in Horizon. Spoilers for the future that I was going to show Bill, and I haven't. I forgot to oh, upload it. So I haven't seen them. Or to edit it, so you haven't seen the issues that I was going to try and explain. Um, I'll do my best to envision them. Yeah, you can you can carry on with the with Persona now. Um, I uh, I only had that problem a couple of times. Um, the the biggest problem I had with the like sneaking system is not being able to get off of the wall once I was there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, I thought the ambush system was fine. Like, I only had it a couple of times where, like, they would, like, the enemy would turn slightly, which would change the ambush into an attack rather than... Yeah, an ambush. An ambush. Um, so, I don't know. I can't help you there, I'm afraid. Uh, the last thing that I don't like is some of the bosses. Um, again, super vague. But once you figure out their, like, thing... Like, the thing that you need to do to beat them. And then you have to carry on for another, like, 15 minutes of doing the same thing. <laughs> that doesn't feel fun to me. Um, Is that, like, kind of, like... Well, I said, I, I don't even want to... I don't even want to mention any specifics for the first boss, either. So, never mind. Um... But is it what I'm had, thinking I of? Had, I had that problem. Is it what I'm thinking of, like for the first boss, but just like ten times worse and more, like over and over and over again? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think um, I understand what you're saying about the like the system with boss fights. I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That is one of the things because try. Oh god, no. I'm trying to. I'm trying to phrase this. <laughs> if if, See, there, if there, there are for me, there appear to be two things i mean maybe i'm saying too much if if (laughs) if it's too hard to phrase this do not worry about it and we could just move you could just keep explaining because this this is a valid point and i'm trying to work out whether what i have said is so bosses have moves that i haven't been able to work out how to deal with and it's made the boss fight significantly worse because it's caused me to die. Yeah, and reset yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. I would... I think that's okay. ...honestly suggest, like, if you are having problems figuring out what the thing is with the boss, look up yeah. a strategy guide for it. Like, I have... Yeah, I have done for the last two. I have two. no shame in the fact that some of the boss fights I just kept dying over and over and over, so I was like... It was the first two palaces, actually. Those were the ones that I struggled with the most. Um, And I just, like, couldn't figure out what the trick was, because I knew there had to be a trick. Mm. Because I wasn't doing anything. Like, it didn't feel like I was making any progress. So, I looked up a guide, and it sort of, like, tells you what to do, and uh, what what the the thing is that you need to do to beat the boss. And I found that I just had such a good time... (laughs) With um, yeah. not 
Um, I've, I've employed the strategy of I will try my gosh down hardest the first time to try and work it out. If I die, I will then look it up. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good policy um, to have. It's pretty much one that I had. Like if I'm if uh, the policy that I had with myself was if I'm spending too much time trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do, then I'm just <laughs> not going to waste my time and I'm going to look up a guide. Like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, those are my biggest complaints with the game. Everything else about this game, I think, is so good. So good. Why is um, trash, though? No, there is... you are literally... <laughs> I'm going to get, like, actually mad at no, no. you. Um, I'm joking. I'm joking. 99% is, like... of my issue with the UI, I have found out, was because I was playing half asleep. Like, the UI I am I am struggling with fabulous. all the red. All the red is really causing me some issues. Well, that's the colour theme of the game, so... Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> I don't. Know, um, I don't know what you want. Like, I, I'm not saying that there's anything that I do want. I I don't like the amount of red. I don't like red as a color. If I'm honest with you. Um, well, I'm and... offended because my hair's red. I mean, we're talking garish <laughs> red here. This is this is proper red. Like trying to so piss off a bull. You're saying that red. my hair's not proper red. <laughs> Yeah, make your hair the color of a of, of a bloody matador blanket. Then I, I tried. Will hate your I hair. tried. It's really hard to do that. Um, I know. Um, I'm glad because otherwise, I w- there's a lot of I great would, things about Persona Five. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's destroying friendships. Um, so, some of my uh, some of the things I love so much about Persona Five. Like, coming from 4, which is a game that I, I didn't stop playing because I got spoiled because I did have some issues with 4 that, like, would railroad my play sessions. Like, every time I'd get to a dungeon, like, uh, one of the big, like, things people always say is, like, oh, but dungeons are the things you grind so you can get to the good bits of Persona. That's always been kind of what people would say about these games. And um, I guess in some way they still kind of hold true in 5 and that, like, my favorite bits of 5 are still the interactions you have outside of dungeons and outside of combat and all yeah. that. But if um, they made those a whole sections, game that was just social links, yeah. I would be so down for that. Just just live it in Japan. Sorry, uh, it's not game. social links anymore, is it? It's confidence. Confidence. Um, but, uh, so whenever I'd play 4, like, every time I'd get to a dungeon bit, it's like, yeah, I get this as fast as possible, but that's not always possible. Um, de- depending on which, how far into the game you are, some dungeons do get harder and some bosses are really difficult and you do have to grind. And my sessions in four would always get railroaded by doing those dungeons. And like, I would just like, I'm not having fun tonight. I'm gonna put the game down. And like the dungeons would always bore me in that game. So, and, and there's a lot of, there's a big chunk of the game. So, mm. um, there's reasons that I didn't finish four beyond getting spoiled, but with five, I'm having like a much better time in this game than I ever had in four and, there are reasons beyond that besides just the dungeons being better out of the gate, but like one of that those reasons is that I absolutely love the like setup in five. I absolutely love the whole Phantom Thieves idea. I I love the the tr- the, the two tropes that I'm a huge fan of. And again, I mentioned earlier when I, I'm going to be talking about the first ten minutes of this game, uh, and I apologize if you don't want to hear it, but uh, you can skip ahead. As I the two tropes I love so much and and. The, the the one and you always see it in crime movies or mafia movies or whatever is like the flash forward trope where 
the story is mostly being told through an interrogation and mm-hmm. you kind of get flipped back and forth between the the present of you being to- talked to you by an investigator and then the past, which is what you're telling her. And like, I love that whole setup. I love every time it flashes forward to the interrogation. I love the music. I love the whole, the mood of that scene. I absolutely love that. At some point shit just gets really real and I can't wait to get to that point. I love, I love the switching back and forth. And then I also love like the double life trope. I it's like Batman or Kogios or whatever, where you know there's a public figure or known within a group, and people idolize these this group. Whether it's they idolize Batman or they idolize Zero from Code Geass, or they idolize the Phantom Thieves, and nobody knows it's you, and you're just like hanging out, and it's like, oh man, the Phantom Thieves are so cool, or oh man, Batman's so cool, and like there's Bruce Wayne, like fuck yeah, I'm cool. Um, like you know, he just knows, and like you're living two lives. And I think there's a, it brings out a certain confidence in your group or in your protagonist, whether it's Kogias or Batman or Persona, when you like, you know, you guys are the Phantom Thieves and, and you hear people say that and it makes you feel really cool as a player and it, and it makes you feel really cool because it makes your party members feel really cool. And there's this whole, like, amongst all of the darkness in this game, because it does go some places uh, st- mm. plot wise that are like, man, that's heavy. Like, that's, you know, you're not going to see that in like... Mm. You know, uh, many Pokemon. other games that you have in Pokemon. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's really yeah. strange. Um, <laughs> Professor Oak's a real asshole. Um, <laughs> uh, and like, just just taking hold of that like bravado and that swagger that your group has in this game as the Phantom Thieves, coupled with the music and the visuals all being fed back into your into your brain and your ears. Uh, while you're playing it, like it just oh, it's so cool. Like this is one of the coolest, not just like yeah. oh man, that game is cool. I like playing it. Like one of the like in in the very literal sense of the word cool. Like this game is fucking cool. It's the yeah, same way I, I think just, your friend I described... said it in um, Mixed Pixel that I was listening to. Uh, nice said plug. It was like the most stylish game that he'd ever played, and I was like, yep, one hundred percent. Yeah, this game is like the most stylish thing I've ever seen in my life in terms of, like, an interactive form of media. Mm-hmm. What, um... What personality style is your main character going through? Uh, based like, on, like, your dialogue choices. Based on what I'm picking? Yeah. Um, he's very, um... He's very, like, cool under pressure, but he's also kind of a snarky ass, depending on <laughs> who I'm talking yeah. to. Because yeah. like, he, because the way the story is set Some up is you, the choices are too good. Yeah, you're framed as this terrible person. Like in the beginning of the game, when you move to this school, like you're like you're framed for this thing you didn't do really, and uh, everyone thinks you're this violent maniac, and like you're even your guardian starts talking to you weird, and the teachers start talking to you weird, and the students are whispering about it. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck all you people. Like, <laughs> like I'm I'm gonna be cool as hell, and if anyone talks to me that I'm not a fan of, I'm gonna give them the dick response, and then. You know, I, I I just love the the setting up the protagonist that way, and I, I like his personality that in in, in that regard. Mm-hmm. When it's people I like, you know, if I'm talking to Ryuji or I'm talking to Anne or or even as as I get to know him more, Sojiro, um, like I will, you know, not be a total dillweed. But uh, there, uh, there are think... some very me options yeah. come up, and I'm like. <laughs> Thus far, I've been playing you as the above-everything-else sort of level-headed guy, but this particular joke or comment is too mm-hmm. good to pass up, Yeah, and I will I will use it. <laughs> yeah, I've had times like that in the game as well. Um, 
I think I agree with Bill in the way that I play the game. Like, if anyone talks shit about me or, like, someone that I care about, Ryuji, I think Ryuji is the best example of this because he's, like, I like his relationship with the protagonist because he is... Yeah, it's really good. ...really similar in the fact that, you know, he's a he's a delinquent. He doesn't really care about a lot of things and has been sort of cast out from a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Which is really similar to the protagonist. He, so, like, in my mind, those way, yeah. guys are best friends forever and ever and ever and always. Like, Ryuji mm. was one of the they, only confidant status that I got up to 10. They both did a thing to help, like, something that, like, they stood up for something they thought was wrong um, in, a, in, a, in a situation that was unfair to both of them. And the reason neither of them, or the reasons, like, both of them were framed that way is because of the people in question, in, involved in that situation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everyone's going to believe the adult in these situations. And there's, there's that common bond between the protagonist and Ryuji where, like, you know, the protagonist attacked that I mean, I, 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 it's the first 10 minutes of the game. He attacked that man at, on his way home from school or whatever. And, you know, he ended up getting charged with like assault and, you know, Ryuji stood up for, you know, the shit going on with the track team and, and all of that. And, and, but they believe the adults and that's, yeah. you, they bond in that way. And it's really sad, like to think that what happened to Ryuji's future as a, see now, maybe that's not the first 10 minutes of the game, but it's, it's, it's close enough. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> if, you, if you haven't done like the first two Ryuji's confidant, um, like outings, um, I won't say any further, but yeah, there is that, they, they are, that's a really great relationship between them two. I really like that one. I think I also Ryuji really is like... my favorite character because I just appreciate his bond with the protagonist a lot more than yeah. anyone else really the good the good bromance it's like a it's like mm. a good bit out of final fantasy 15 where you're just bonding with a with a, with a good good guy friends yeah pretty much um, like if there was ever an opportunity that i could hang out with ryuji i'd be like fuck everyone else i'm, yeah. I'm gonna go and eat food <laughs> with ryuji and it's gonna be great on is also one of the few female characters in fiction that i actually quite like she is really good. I enjoy even it. No, even if people can't say her name, choose what her name is. Takamaki-san. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I like, but, uh, I like all of j- j- the, the yeah. female characters that are in this game, pretty much. Yeah. Um, they're, uh, pretty, they're pretty good. I mean, there's not very many at my point. Mm. Yeah, you, you um, and I can rest haven't really gotten any besides Anne, really, yet, as far as I know. At least I haven't. Uh, mm. I know of them. Like I've seen them in the intro videos. Like I know they exist. Uh, yeah. Like I know some people will go total spoiler territory and be like, I don't want to know anybody in my party, but they're on the box. Um, I mean, I don't. Have I was the like, box don't look at the intro. Don't movie. look at the box. Don't look at the box. I don't want to know. <laughs> I, I only know one thing from the box that I shared to to you in the Discord um, of Inkrisu. Um, oh yeah, yeah, the the hacker girl. Well, d- Actually, d- I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is really. I didn't fast. know she was a hacker. While, while you guys, could you guys talk for like five seconds? I really, it's maybe TMI to the listeners. I really have to go to the bathroom like so bad. I'm dying. I brought all that water <laughs> for this <laughs> podcast, and, and I drank the whole bottle. So I was like, it's you a better get bottle. ready. It's gonna be a long podcast. So he got a bottle of water, and now he's drank it all and needs to go. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. So I'll be right back. I promise. If you okay. guys could just like fill time yeah. uh, um, for like I, look thirty seconds. Yeah, I can. I, okay. Um, 
people were asking me on Twitter what my thoughts were, and I think people probably wanted me to share a lot more than I'm going to. Yeah. Um, but I really don't want to ruin the game for anyone. Like, like I said, I'm treating the listeners of this podcast as if they were Bill. Um, but I can say it's a good game. I can say it's definitely worth playing, and um, it has definitely gotten me more interested in a couple of things, like uh, playing Persona 4 Golden, finally. Um, huh. So there's that. Are you going to try and pick up Shin Megami? If Shin or... Megami Tensei um, for the Switch comes out in English, English. I will I will yeah. definitely pick it up. And the other thing it's so you're got not going to pick up 4 on uh, the 3DS? I'm not going to pick up what on the 3DS? Shin Megami Tensei 4 on the 3DS. Um, probably not, because money. Like yeah, That's literally right. the only reason. But the other thing that's got me interested in doing is going back to Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which... Mm-hmm. The dungeons are very, very similar. Um, okay. So, it's gotten me interested in going back to that game. It's just, it sucks that it's literally the most inconvenient thing for me to play. Um, yeah. Because all of my, like, Nintendo consoles are hooked up to a capture card. Yeah. So I can't move them. Um, and it doesn't have off-screen just play. Just remember to, uh, to save. I remember the saving in um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions being... 20 times better than it was in Persona And yet 5. you didn't save. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't find the saving to... Like, there are enough in, places. Right. I, this is what I was in, saying in, to In Bill. the palaces, there are, no, there are issues. This is, out and about. Th- that's fine. Because you're not going to, like, get a game over while you're out and about, generally. Um, True. This is what I was saying to Bill as well, is that... The first dungeon makes you think that there are going to be save rooms everywhere. In the last dungeon, there's like five, if that. There might be four. And I don't remember it's... there being too many in the second, to be honest with you. Um, it's just frustrating that you have to like go, right, I've done this bit, so I'm going to backtrack and I'm going to save. And then when you go back to the bit that you were doing, literally everything is respawned, so you might as well have just not bothered. Yeah. Um, yeah, every every time I get to a save room, it's a conscious decision of, do I have enough in me to get to the next save room? If not, I'm just going to leave yeah. because I know stuff resets. Um, See, I, I did which... dungeons in a really weird way where I would power through them in two or three days so I could just not worry about the deadline. Because if you put a deadline on way. something in a video game, I'm like, yeah. I have to do this like right now. Like, right this second. I mean, I don't know. How, that's, how it, that's how it's been going because I don't know how long the the dungeon is. It could take a week of well, solid fighting. Generally, Thus far, it's only taken like two or three days. Yeah, generally, um, when you like leave a dungeon or like talk to people in the dungeon in the save rooms yeah. and stuff, they'll be like, "Oh, we're about halfway through," and you can like yeah. sort of make a good judgment off of that. But I'm but, always um, like, I know I'm halfway through, but I could, I could secure the route by the end, <laughs> by the end <laughs> of this day. So that's and the, generally um, how I've been playing it. Which, to be honest, th- may may be part of the reason that I'm like. Some of these are just not not very fun. <laughs> that could be entirely the, uh, my own fault for playing it that way. It might be a spoiler for Bill, actually. Never well, mind. don't say it then. <laughs> don't yeah. do it! Um, no, I've changed my mind. I won't say it. One other um, thing that I want to talk about, like this is, this is going to be the last point that I personally want to touch upon for fear mm-hmm. of spoiling anything. Um, I really, really like the English voice cast for this game. Super but, good. Um, 
the dude who plays Ryuji, Max Middleton, I think. He's awesome. Uh, Robbie Damon, who plays Prompto, is in this game. Who immediately... Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you've met him yet, so I'm not going to say who it is. Um, Robbie Damon's in it. He's amazing as the character that he plays. Um, mm-hmm. Like, generally, I was like, oh, he's going to be like... It's going to be Prompto's voice, but by the end of it, I was like, whoa, th- he played this a lot different than how I expected, so he is a good, good, talented man. Um, the, the only voice I have an issue with is purely because joint with the name and the voice, I keep forgetting the gender of this character is Morgana. Um, okay. Uh, I was the guest liaison for that particular voice actor at a convention. So I'm mm-hmm. probably very biased, but I think... I mean, I, I think... the voice is fine. It just bothers me that it's a girl's name with a feminine-sounding voice. And I'm supposed to be like, that's a dude. Well, Cassandra Lee. Shout-outs to Cassandra Lee. As Morgana. Right. And also, <laughs> uh, Xander Mobus. Because he's in this game. He was the Smash announcer. And... Oh, is he? Yeah. Um, he is the protagonist. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I know he doesn't the say it probably a lot, the, but... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The, probably <laughs> the reason I didn't here. recognize him... Let's write this is, down. Uh... Heh. Ha. Show me your real form, or whatever it is. <laughs> Show me your true he form. Has, he, he does have a really cool voice, though, when he does talk. I really do like yeah. the protagonist. Voice. I kind of wish the protagonist talked more. Like Same. Yeah. Same. Especially because there's like those it... weird scenes where you're at the diner with Anne, and she's talking to you about her problems in the beginning of the game with, with Kamoshida and mm. whatever, everything that's going on. Like, it's kind of <laughs> your just first like time staring at her. her. Like... Yeah, and she's like, oh my god, this is all my fault. And your guy's just like, heh. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, or even worse something. is in the anime cutscenes where people are having a conversation with him and he just, like, it cuts to him and he, like, nods a little bit or he sort of gives a little bit of a smirk and you're like, I mean, you're having an actual conversation here, dude. dude. dude you don't talk like, to. That's like, have you ever seen any scenes at all from the Persona 4 anime? <laughs> Yeah. I haven't seen it's like the it. same principle where like the <laughs> protagonist doesn't really talk but it's a 24 episode show <laughs> I've only seen a few episodes like he'll have a, he'll have a line every now and again but it's like just like the games where like they'll be like oh hey and it's like, like what, the, what the fuck <laughs> I understand like in principle why the protagonists are like that because they're supposed to be these in, like yeah. self insert characters but it's already a dude yeah. so I'm already like out on that front yeah exactly <laughs> to me it's different dude, yeah, like, and you're I'm choosing dialogue options yeah, I wish that they had. Like, why not? I know this. I know this is going to sound like people are going to be like, "That's stupid." Why would you want that? But I wish I could play as a girl. Um, you, you can. can in, you can uh, do Persona that in Persona 3. Three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it? Persona Three Fez. Yeah, the, um, the enhanced version. Because I want to romance the boys. <laughs> I agree. I agree. That should be a thing for sure. I mean, especially because. Wait, like, is that romancing? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um. So By the way, I accidentally. I accidentally ended up in a relationship with Arn, and she was absolutely not the person I was going for. Oh, so I was like, I I don't want to say who I went for because it's obvious. Mm -hmm. Um, Because everyone, Um, everyone thinks she is best girl. Um, uh, (laughs) Uh, Ryuji, but but um, I would have romanced Ryuji if it had let me. Like, let me. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the music in this game 
uh, is some of the... Did we talk about the music? I don't can, think we can, did, yeah? Can we, we talk about the best song in the game, which is uh, the Infiltration song, which plays in... I don't know. It plays on the day after, like when you're going to finish the dungeon. Oh, um, yeah. Um, oh, shit, what's it called? Change... Um, Life will change. Life will change. Life will change. That song is unbelievable. When I first heard I that in game, on, on the last day of the first palace, when that song came on, and you like enter and you're ready to go in there to like do it, like that song came on, and like it has familiar elements from like other songs in the game, like that same melody line that you will hear often, like the did it, did it, the one that plays in yeah. the beginning, the intro video, and like that incorporated with like you know the guitar and all that stuff, like this new track. Like, like I was, you know, like I gotta find this fucking song like on the internet now. Like I yeah. need to listen to this song all the time when I'm just making a sandwich or something. Like I need I'm gonna, to I'm gonna link it, it in the Discord so that. Cameron's I, I mean, I've got it right now. No. I'm no. listening to it now. So good. I lo- absolutely love that song. Uh, it gets me so excited to play. That's my favorite um, song in the game because I just feel like it's know. like such a good build up to whatever mm-hmm. you're about to face. Yep. I don't know why I don't remember this song. It just does not. I do not remember this song at all. It's because you Might play with the volume at like two. <laughs> I play with the volume at like twelve. Thank you. Volume at two. It's got two in it. <laughs> Although that um, said, most of the time I do play. Like if Andy's about, I will play it quieter so that I don't disturb him. You should get some headphones, man. You should get some headphones in. Yeah, I've started like during Horizon. I plugged the headphones into the controller, but I am exclusively headphones. Even like no. Even though I'm in this room by myself, uh, I don't. I don't like to uh, to cut myself off too much from what's going on around me. That's only then can you be fully. Uh, you can only then can you call yourself Aloy. That's what that's <laughs> the dumbest thing I ever said. That was a joke. But, I mean, uh, for five minutes that's... I played Horizon with both headphones in, and then had a heart attack when Andy came home. So it's a burglar. Uh... Um, yeah, I think I think I'm pretty much done with talking about. Persona 5, because I'm like... I don't as know. far as you can get without spoiling yeah. the game. Yeah, I just... Um, I really don't want to accidentally say anything. For sure. Well, we will talk more in depth with Persona. I think as part of my fault, even talking about some of the Ryuji stuff and maybe some of the other beginning stuff, I, I probably said some things that like if I was listening and I hadn't played the game, I'd probably... If, if I was in the position of me and like I was listening to this show... And, like, there's dumbass Bill talking about stuff that happens in <laughs> Ryuji's confidant link or whatever. I'd be like, Bill, you fucker. So, like, yeah. Um, I I think I said some things I shouldn't have said today. But, um, so I, I think you did. We, uh, you're we can, fine. We can bleep uh, them out. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. Like, if you I will try my, uh, <laughs> my best to catch up. Well, I say catch up. Um, I'm ahead of Bill, but I won't be for very long, I don't think. Uh, because I don't actually own the game. Um, um yeah. I would absolutely love to do a spoiler cast in the near future. So It will happen. Mm-hmm. We will, we will we will deep dive like really deep into Persona. Um I can't give anybody a specific date. Um I'd like to be done with this game within two weeks. Um, mm. That would be ideal. <laughs> um, but yeah, um yeah, we'll deep dive into Persona more. Um, I will a lot say more the day I that say, I finished but... it, I played it for seventeen hours. Because mm-hmm. I was like, well, I, f- I think I'm getting close to the end of the game now. And I just kept yeah, going. Yeah. <laughs> Once you're in that mindset of, I'm near the end, I might as well keep playing until I beat it. And like, no matter how far you are from the end, <laughs> you're not stopping until you're at the end of that game. I will say. Well, that, that's that's um, how I feel about the palaces when it's like, 
we're about halfway. It's like, well, well, I know that it took me only like two hours. I know that I've got about two hours to go. Yeah, yeah. May as well do it. I will say, when you are getting towards the end of the game, fucking buckle up. You're in for a really long time. I never thought I would experience an ending of a game be longer than the ending cutscene of Eternal Sonata, which was a 45 minute long cutscene. Holy moly. Um, <laughs> it was a really That's a Metal long Gear. That's some Metal Gear stuff. I don't remember a thing that happened in that cutscene at all. Um, um, yeah. Persona 5 is a great game. I highly recommend checking yeah, it out if you are at um, all interested in uh, playing a Persona game. Yeah, I can, I I can almost guarantee... I can almost dancing all night. I can almost guarantee that you will <laughs> like Persona 5 if you like anime. I would just, like, I, I will... If you like school anime, especially... I mm-hmm. well, like if you're not sure what Persona is about, if you're not sure, you know, if this is the game for you, but you see all the praise. If because every time I play a Persona game, and this happened with four too, every time I play it, I just all I want to do is watch anime. Then also, like it just gets me in the mood. Because um, there's not a, many uh, games that let you live that life as like a Japanese school student. Um, yeah, like it's a, it's a school great. sci-fi slice of life. Yeah, it's great. It's Slash a great, it's a great novel. Yeah, Slash visual novel. A lot of dialogue. If that's not your thing, then don't stay away. But um, so yeah, there are, there are sequences in this game that I'm like, why the fuck is this so goddamn long? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, it's a, it shares it shares some very similar traits with uh, Yakuza Zero and the Yakuza series in general, where there's lots of talking in that game too. I kind of um, enjoyed it where, though. It was nice to like same. not be on edge the entire time, especially like when the games that I've come off the back of have been Final Fantasy 15, which I actually still want to talk about. Um, and, um, Zelda, where they've been, like, super long and very intensive in you playing rather Mm -hmm. than experiencing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, long cuts of game without any story break at all, is that what you're saying? Like, where you're just, like, like, um, non-stop, I need a info dump for a long time. Yeah, it's like a 90-hour info dump, um... That's not true. Oh, but that. I, I like I I'm okay with that because halfway through a conversation, I can just put the PlayStation in rest mode and be like, "I'll come back to you in like 20 minutes." <laughs> yeah, that's true. Although I accidentally like I got used to putting my PS4 in uh, rest mode. Oh, um, did you accidentally turn it off? <laughs> yeah, I accidentally turned it off at one point. I was oh. like, "Oops!" <laughs> Luckily, I just saved, so it wasn't too bad. Okay. Um, but I was like. God, can you imagine if I'd done that in the middle of a palace where there'd been, like, no save room <laughs> for, like, seven hours? Yes, I can, because I did that in Zelda once. Um, <laughs> in a bloody water temple. I was like, no. Um, the thing that I wanted to bring up with Final Fantasy is, like, linking into Persona, but then I can talk about the new update in Episode Gladio as well, if that's okay. okay. Because it's, like, a yeah, good yeah, segue. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, what? I was talking Oh, to... wait, 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 wait. One last thing. Okay. Can I pay an homage, or not pay an homage, but draw attention to the fact that this is the third game to feature beans as a focal point at least once? Oh, in the in the buffet scene, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Those were my I, beans, Max. I immediately thought of be of the of of Final Fantasy fifteen when I got to the buffet scene of Persona. Yeah. I immediately I'm thought of some beans. 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 <laughs> I love the way that Noctis beans. says beans. <laughs> I've been—I will say—I've been watching um, Loud Annoying on Twitch lately, which is um, 
Ryuji's voice actor, Noctis's voice actor, and Prompto's voice actor just doing live streams and stuff. Oh wow, that's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, I linked one in the Discord chat yesterday where they Have had they got Junkrat's... a better mic yet? Was that the Junkrat? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like Junkrat's voice actor on, and I always thought that that dude was just like just did not give a shit about the like f- fandom that he was in. That he he seemed to play along very nice, and is just apparently a very busy person. So. Hmm. Um, but do they have a better mic set up now? Yes. It's, okay. they, it still peaks a lot, but it's not nearly mm-hmm. as bad as the, like, PlayStation. Like the first one that I saw, it was, we're going to have a a webcam mic on the other side of the room in a big empty room. Yeah. Uh, it's better yeah, now. That's pretty um, bad. Okay. I've been watching through their streams. They had Torbjorn's voice actor on because they're doing, like, a, a month of Overwatch, I think. Okay. Um, so it's cool. It's cool. You should, play, like, if uh, anyone's interested in Final that, Fantasy. um, it's loud, annoying on Twitch. So, uh, and it's just made me have an appreciation for the English voice cast of Final Fantasy 15 all over again. Means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really love the dub in that game a lot. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good dub. Yeah. So, Final Fantasy 15. Um, a lot of people. I've been saying that Persona 5 absolutely dunked on Final Fantasy 15 um, because it got a 94 Metacritic score, and I think yes. Persona, not Persona, um, Final Fantasy got an 81, I want to say? Yeah, 81 or 82, one of those two. Um, oh yeah, this is the, uh, I was supposed to start off the episode by saying that we're not talking about anything other than um, Ocarina of Time Twilight Princess because everything else has a lower Metacritic score. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing on. else is worth talking about. Let me have a look at what the Metacritic score is for Final Fantasy. I'm, I don't care particularly. But, um, 43. I don't think it's that low. Final Fantasy. 44. <laughs> I thought it was 35, that's Kingslave. It's 81. Um, 80, okay. I I really, really don't like it when people are like, because this game scored 13 more points on Metacritic, that means that game that scored 81 is, like, irrelevant now, and fuck you all for liking it. I still... I know people are going to be like, you're a fucking heathen and horrible person. I still like Final Fantasy 15 more than I like Persona 5. Um, I don't know if that's because of, like, you know when games just like come at the right time, like yeah. I don't know if you've had that with a game where you're like, oh, I'm kind of like not feeling great lately. Let's watch, let's play this game. I suddenly feel better because this game helped or whatever. That was or me. A TV in... show or <laughs> that anything. was me in Final Fantasy 15. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm like really defensive <laughs> Final Fantasy 15, um, but I just really don't like the fact that because Persona 5 scored a lot better than Final Fantasy 15. People are like, well, Final Fantasy 15 is like irrelevant now, like no one cares. Um it was a bad game, blah blah blah. 81 is still a really fucking good score. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'll just... hear the people go, 81's not good for a Final Fantasy game though. Like I don't like, know what? when the fucking average for video game scores became so high. Like, oh, it's Metacritic a very average has... game, 8 out of 10. What? Metacritic has like changed the conversation around game releases so drastically that it is so exhausting reading anything at all about video games. Like, 
Like anytime a big game comes out, like Andromeda or you know, cause like even Andromeda's Metacritic, it, it earned its Metacritic. That's at a seventy. Like that's a seven out of ten game for sure. But a seven out of ten game isn't a bad game. It has issues, and like you know, it's it's okay to point those issues out. But it, oh my god, a seventy is so terrible. I mean, like yeah, it's a pretty stark difference between the original trilogy, which all have ninety pluses. But I mean, like it doesn't mean. I just I think the problem. With Metacritic 2 is the color coding. Mm. Um, like Although 81 people... is still a green, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think like a Metacritic 75 is the last number that's allowed to be green. And then once you hit 74, it's yellow uh, suddenly. Um, I think 70 plus should be green, honestly. It's not a bad score. I just uh, remember when like... Um, on my anime list, when I used to like use that website actively... An average mm-hmm. anime for me would be five. Like I, I would score it a five. Yeah. And then like above average would be six. Good would be seven. Great would be eight. Fantastic would be nine. And like perfect anime for me would be ten. But yeah. it's not like that in video games for anyone else. And I still use that sort of anime way of scoring things for video games. I don't think that anime is scored. I don't think anything is scored that way. Well, I'm, I'm like... just saying personally how I would score. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you use it the way it should be used be, yeah. because like uh, this slice with a ten point scale like like that's why I I tend to prefer that if anyone's going to use any kind of system I prefer the five star system I think it gets the point across I think while you have to group like certain games up like you know like this is a four but this is also a four like you know because like there's not many middle grounds with a five mm-hmm. star system like there's yeah. a lot of numbers to pick for, with a ten star but at the same time. The only numbers that exist in all these major publications is ten stars, ten point system is between like six and ten. Like, not a lot of sites go below that. If a game is bad, it'll get a five or something. That's where yeah. it ends. That's that. That's where it ends. Like, I don't but think I've also, seen a four in a very I, long yeah. time. <laughs> I see them like handed out as like a joke. Like when it's a game that's so laughably bad, like Jim Sterling will give it a one or something. But like, other than that, like. The ten point system is never really utilized the way that you'd expect it to be utilized. Like, like a seven is bad to a lot of people when they look at that. Score, oh, seven! Even though it says good right next to it. Like, or, yeah. or, what the hell are you talking about? You know, like, like people think like people saying Ukulele is a shit game. It didn't get reviews. I think maybe that maybe Platonic would have liked, and I think a lot of people were were hoping for. But, but see, everyone who like backs get that bad game scores. is like, I actually really like this game um, because it's exactly what they said it was going to be. Yes. Um, whereas a lot of the criticisms for ukulele, which I haven't played yet, have been, man, this is a really dated game. Like, it said that on the Kickstarter page, that it was going to be, like, yeah. Banjo 3E, basically. Um, I know yeah. Bill hates that name, but... <laughs> Banjo 3E. Uh, it just doesn't roll, it doesn't roll. Um, um... But the point is, the thing, I think the thing that bothers me the most with people are, like, Persona 5 is way better, like, objectively than Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, it probably is, like, mechanically and gameplay-wise and story-wise, it probably is, like, a lot better than Final Fantasy 15. But the thing is, Final Fantasy 15 um, is this game that changed a lot of the formula, and I feel like when we say it's bad because it... Jesus Christ. It's bad because we, like don't like the way that the game plays anymore it's absolutely 100% gonna stifle people changing things in the future and working towards something that is better 
Um, mm-hmm. And I know this is like a really weird tangent to go on, but don't don't be that person, please. <laughs> I just oh. um, I need to rewrite my entire thesis on Horizon. <laughs> like I think. <laughs> I think one of the reasons that I appreciate Nintendo so much as a company is because they do constantly change things and try things and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm. Um, and I think we should be more supportive of stuff like that, I guess. That mm-hmm. and Final Fantasy Fifteen is not a bad video game to anyone who didn't give a shit about Final Fantasy before. I don't think... The, the, um, the, the conversation around, like this whole, like my game's better than yours, or this game is better than this, or the Metacritic's higher for this, so obviously it's better than that, and you know it all stems down to like what's been happening forever. I think even you know I said like the conversations changed since Metacritic's gotten so like. Prevalent, but mm. I, I now that I think about, it, I don't think it has because this is the same kind of shit that was goes on with console wars that have been going on since the 360 and PS3. Like, oh, I have more exclusives than you, so your console sucks. It's like, well, like that. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to play those, those days. <laughs> like, like, and it's and it still happens, kind of like it's not with, as bad with, as it uh, was with fucking yeah, PS3 and Xbox 360. Yeah. That was a horrible time to want to play um, games. <laughs> I had the best time though because there was that site that tracked um, sales numbers, and so any time like someone with a PS3 or 360 was going, "This one's better, this one's better," it's like load up the site. The Wii's still selling from, the best. From every business standpoint, the Wii is far superior to the PS3 and the Xbox 360. So shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it 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 was sad times, uh, and you still kind of see it. Um, yeah. I, I feel like it's not um, as bad because like no one judges the Xbox One as like a competitor to the PS4 anymore. That's yeah, and, and I think that's where it stems from. It's like you'll see in the comments like for like a trailer for Persona, it's like you don't got this Xbox. And it's like, <laughs> you know, stuff like stuff like that. The Xbox happens. doesn't have a lot of things for uh, free. <laughs> yeah. Because like the PS4 does get a, a lot of games that are exclusive to them from Japan that like an Xbox doesn't get, and like a lot of games from Japan have made up. The biggest PlayStation games this year. Mm. We're talking like Yakuza and Persona and Nier and Neo and like all those games are and, and you know months before that, Last Guardian and Final Fantasy. Like Japan is absolutely well, killing Final it. Final Fantasy was on they... Xbox One as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, forgot about that. Uh, so like like Xbox doesn't get a lot of Japan support. So like obviously like you know people can throw that in their face. But at the same time, like PlayStation doesn't get certain games I'd like to play. I'd like to play Halo. I, I mean, I guess that's it. I like to play Halo. <laughs> yeah. I would have liked to play um, Scalebound, but <laughs> and my, I'd like um, to play. Uh, I'd like to play the Remedy games, uh, Quantum Break, and such. Although that I might, I, get, might get my wish with that actually. Before I sold my Xbox One, and I will eventually pick it up again. Literally, the only thing that I realized that I wanted it for was for Rockbound Four, Rare Replay, mm. so that Abby could play Banjo Kazooie, and um, Halo. I think. This, I think E3's got to be something big for Microsoft mm-hmm. in terms of yeah. like what. Well, they've got Scorpio on. coming. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if they don't have like a good lineup of games with the Scorpio, it's not really going to matter. Mm. Um, I am 
really so we'll looking see. forward to E3 for them and Nintendo. I'm looking forward to oh, both of their I can't wait for E3. I cannot lot. wait for I'm E3. Really excited for those two. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see what Sony brings you, obviously, because I own a PlayStation. But like, mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to see what Microsoft's slate is with the Scorpio, and I, I feel like they probably have some big things under their sleeves. And Nintendo, obviously, because their hardware is out, so now it's time for just games. So like, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, they've already said that this E3 is going to be a big be one for them. I think. I think yeah, yeah. you guys mentioned. I was it expecting that. I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad to hear it confirmed. Um, um, but yeah, Final Fantasy. Yeah, I I played. The new stuff for Final Fantasy Fifteen. Um, oh yeah, you finished Gladio. I finished episode Gladio and I played chapter thirteen verse two. Uh huh. Um, which one are you more interested in hearing about? <laughs> verse two. Um, verse two did not fix as many problems as I thought it would. Um. Um, I saw that chapter th- when I was watching Andy play it, chapter thirteen itself had a lot of things fixed i see i haven't gotten I really to that expect... point in my replay of it yet because okay i've been playing persona 5 so i don't know what's changed in chapter it... 13 but andy made it seem like it was a lot easier than my experience was with it yes yes it is um do you want me to tell you what it is is it the ring that does different stuff now i think andy's um... pretty much told me i just don't remember <laughs> do you do you care bill I'll go ahead, man. I'm probably not going to play Okay, so the, uh, the the stealth is gone. <laughs> the moment that you the moment that you enter oh! like the place where all the stealth would be is, you get the ring. Oh, so you know um, you're, you're telling me this, and this probably will make me want to actually replay it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, the moment that you walk into that building and you lose all your magic weapons and stuff, you get the ring. And when Andy was replaying it, I thought that he was getting ability. That's probably why he was saying that he's, it's got more stuff. I thought that it was getting more abilities than I ever had, but in hindsight, it's more that I got so little time playing with the ring that it just felt like I never had those things. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so in that regard, it fixes it in that you don't have the awful stealth. It breaks it a little bit because, as far as I'm aware, the chapter is still just as long room-wise, so it just becomes a bit more tedious of you just going through, ringing everything to death, going yeah. to the next room, fetching a key, and all that lot. So they've not changed any of that. They've just eliminated the stealth element by letting you kill stuff. Okay. Um, and obviously that extra cutscene. Gotcha. Like, verse 2 basically <laughs> was like, you play as Gladio, which in its own way mm-hmm. is kind of fun. Um, but it felt like it was more of an advert for episode Gladio than it was like a thing that was supposed to fix a lot of problems. Like it had an extra couple cutscenes. Um, like basically one of the problems that Kinross had with um, a character that dies in that chapter. Basically, oh, yeah. that is just fixed. <laughs> That's straight up fixed. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. I've I've seen the uh, the cutscenes. Yeah. So it basically fixes one of the biggest problems that Kinross had yeah. with the storytelling in that chapter. But I don't and know also, what I was expecting like, it was... to do, but I, I came away it... from it like that was really short and I feel like I've been waiting for this for months and it took me like half an hour to do. In the uh, in the spoiler cast, in one of the many revelations of the wiki, um, <laughs> I feel like well, I saw a cutscene that explained that a bit better in verse 2. Mm. There were a couple um, of cutscenes, but I only remember one of them. Okay. 
Um, like, basically, I didn't get Prompto with me through verse two, so I didn't <laughs> care. <laughs> um, yeah, there was just, like... I don't know. It was okay. Like, I think it's worth playing through if you haven't played it yet. Okay. Um, But I wouldn't be, like... You have to do it as soon as possible. Like, if you just feel like playing Final Fantasy fifteen again for a little bit, just play that. Um, right. Cool. What about Episode Gladio? I... If, if, verse two, if verse two was half an hour long, how long was Episode Gladio? 45 minutes. Um, oh, Jesus. It's... I'm hoping... That's not good. Like, we already sort of knew the deal with what went on with Gladio... I don't know if it was in the game or if they'd just been, like, explaining what episode Gladio was about and they'd basically just, like, told us what was going to happen story-wise. Um, so I'm hoping with episode Prompto that there's a, like, from the trailer of episode Prompto, it looks like it's going to be very story-based rather than yeah. um, a time attack mode, I guess. Like, oh god, it's so weird. Um, but they haven't said anything about what happens during episode Prompto. It's just a lot of people are making assumptions about where he is based on the like climate and his clothes and stuff. Yeah. Um, that comes out in June. I cannot wait. I will literally never play another game ever again. I'm just going to replay that over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think one of the one of the issues is that I don't care for Gladio as a character. Yeah. Um, which you both know, like mm-hmm. I think all of us at the end of it were like, eh. mm-hmm. Gladio's mm-hmm. very yeah, not, not, weird, not great. weird scenes in the end of that game. <laughs> I was a I was a Gladio fan. That's why when when you guys was telling me, oh man, what's this way? I hate him. I'm like, man, I wonder what he does. Like, what is this? What is? It? And then you get to this point where like someone just flips the switch and yeah, <laughs> he's like a different character. I, Andy just, had that exact moment as well, where he's like, lukewarm. I still think he's kind of he's kind of cool. And then the flip, the switch flip happened. He's like, I totally get it now. Yeah, <laughs> like what a dick. Yeah. So like, yeah, the more sure. time that goes on, the more I'm like, I'm more lukewarm on on him now than I was. Um, yeah. He's still my least favorite character out of the main four by far. Um, but um i don't think that helped matters i just don't think that the dlc was that interesting maybe it was because they'd already told us like basically gladio goes away and he fights a bunch of things including these like final fantasy staple monsters or whatever characters yeah. i don't know um he fights those and uh you know he this is from the time in the game where he's not there and he comes back he's all like scarred up and whatever yeah um so I think that that's actually heavily inferred in the game. Because it might have like, been in the game rather than. Um, although I think a lot go, of the promotional back materials to sort of like explained what was basically going to happen in the uh, DLC. Okay. Because um, like in the game, they're like, "We want you to go meet up with this guy who's been doing stuff for us." And you're like, "Okay, he's definitely then, not Gladio." <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you're like, "Oh, it is. I know know exactly what you've been doing in all the time that you've been gone." Um, there is some cool stuff in there. Um, like, it's not a complete waste of money. I think it's relatively cheap. I think it's $5. Um, could be wrong. Um, yeah, oh, you can buy it separately? I yeah, thought you it can was buy only it. part of the season pass. Yeah, you can buy okay, it separately. Okay. Um, so, what am I saying? That it's not necessarily yeah, bad value? Um, it's got 
uh, a lot of exposition with Kor, and I know a lot of people were interested in Kor as a character, but he's only there for like certain parts of the game, the main game. Yeah. Um, Mercer son. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> so it's got some bits with Kor in, like explaining a bit about his history, which is very intriguing in my opinion. Um, it's got some stuff with Gladio's history um, and why he is with Noctis, pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the point of episode Gladio is supposed to be that it has replayability. Like, it's this thing that doesn't take a very long time to finish, but it's got, like, time attack, score attack, it's got tons of achievements that are going to be really difficult to get, which sucks because I had my platinum. Um... <laughs> And it, you still, no, you still I, I still have the platinum, platinum but now I'm like, yeah. well, now I have to get the rest of the achievements. Yeah. I feel bad it, for Alan, who hasn't played Final Fantasy 15 yet, because now he'll have to play the DLC if he wants the platinum. Yeah. Um. So I think it's supposed to be replayable, but I have not gone back to play it again. I will at some point, but like I've said, I've been busy with Persona. It's just not a priority. No, it's really not. Like... Um, once episode prompto hits, um, and I finish that, I'll probably be more inclined to sort of go back and play it, but at the minute I'm focusing on getting to chapter 13 again to see what the differences are with that. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much my thoughts. Since your, um, your playstyle in that game was, I will never use a great sword to save my life, how, how troublesome is playing as Gladio? Is it... It's actually not that bad. Um... It took a bit of getting used to because he doesn't have a lot of abilities that Noctis has in terms of, like, basically any tech moves you, you know, you can't use strategically. Like, mm-hmm. you know how you get prompto to sort of be like, oh, hi yeah. there, opening. Uh, you can't do that. Um, but okay. as he attacks more, he builds up his own tech bar. Um, so you can use, like, multiple attacks of his that are like tempest slash and whatever which is kind of cool okay and then he also has i didn't like understand this system but i'll try and explain it but he has a rage meter so the more he gets hit i think the more powerful he gets um right so he's lucario yeah i think i think that's how it works i don't don't entirely understand because i didn't get hit that much because i'm so pro um (laughs) (laughs) Um, it honestly wasn't as much trouble as I thought it was going to be, but I think with episode prompto, any con- like any combat I'm probably going to struggle with, because I've never used mm. machinery in the game. Um, yeah. And guns are not very good. Like, I tried using a gun on multiple occasions, and it just it wasn't good. So, um, I guess we'll find out in June. Sweet. And... Uh, yeah, I'm never going to stop talking about that DLC when when it hits. I'm just <laughs> going to warn you now. You've got... Prompto cast. Basically. So we've got next month's recording, which is when I won't talk Prompto. about Final Fantasy XV. Prompto death. But then... What do you mean Prompto? Oh. No, yeah. like like permadeath. Yeah, oh. like, not, not that Prompto <laughs> dies. Like, no, he doesn't what? die. <laughs> I know things. Um... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've got next month, which is, I won't talk about Final Fantasy 15, and then every. Podcast oh, but do you know what will? Ha- no, no. But the podcast after next month, it's the E3 one. E3. Well, we'll have to do multiple E3's... episodes in June, won't we? Because I'm going to need to talk about that <laughs> DLC. I'm afraid <laughs> you can't stop me. 
I hope for your sake that the DLC comes out after E3. Oh um, God. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what I want, because I want to play it as soon as possible, but I also really don't want it to drop in the middle of E3. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It'll be at the at the end of the Sony conference, they'll be like, It's available now! It'll be proper now, oh. Which, which will be fine, because PlayStation's always the, the last one, so. Yeah, mm. but it's also but... the one that happens at, like, 3am. 2am, yeah. Every time. But yeah, mm. that's all I've got to say I'm on excited. Final Fantasy XV. Are either of you guys going to pick up the DLC for it, or... Yes, eventually. I'm probably going to wait until there's a few out. Um, I'll probably pick it up when Prompto comes out. Yeah, I will. Prob- I will either pick it up when Prompto comes out or um, when we get a date for the multiplayer. Um, mostly, yeah. mostly because hearing how short Gladio is, like, if I'm going to go back and like settle in and like do some of the new stuff in 15 or you know any of the new little quests they've added or the time quests that I probably missed. Um, but if they add, oh, more, they, they've put I w- they're putting time quests back in soon. So, oh, cool. I wouldn't mind like like if I'm gonna put that back in and settle in, like have like a few a hours of stuff, stuff to do. To do. Yeah, yeah. So, I'd like, have to rebuy the game. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, I'm not gonna rebuy the game for 45 minutes of <laughs> content. <laughs> the gladio of all characters. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, I'll wait a little bit. But yeah, no, for, I am for sure going to play them because uh, I did love 15 a lot. It's just a matter of when. Uh, probably around, probably Promptos. I'd like to talk about that with you guys. Yeah. Mini spoiler, permadeath mini spoiler cast episode yeah, Prompto we DLC. <laughs> we, could do, we could do one on that for sure. Uh, I'm down. If, it, if it's Imagine. timed. If you let me talk about Prompto for any fucking like, time. <laughs> I mean. The oh, yeah. I think um, one thing that you can do with Gladio's episode as well is take photos of stuff. Oh cool! Episode, so. oh. I need to but use the bathroom. The so can you talk about <laughs> can you talk about Horizon now? Yes. All right. I'll be back. I, I, mean, I was going to talk about Final Fantasy fourteen, but okay. Um, okay. So, Bill. Yeah. You you really like Horizon Zero Dawn? Goaty contender. Um, um, I have a strong suspicion that this is going to be on a similar sort of level to my. My Xenoblade to every Xenoblade. Mm-hmm. Um, I will start by saying I will buy the sequel for this game. Yes. I will buy the entire trilogy for this game. Oh, interesting. Um, Story's good there. So, sorry, yes, the story, the story is what got me through this game. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to blame it partly on, um, on the space where I'm at when I was playing it. And also Zelda has officially ruined me. See now that's uh, where you're gonna find a comp- an opponent uh, in these conversations. But go- continue. Go ahead. Okay. I, I haven't so, played Zelda, but I, I'm just not okay, a fan yeah. of. I'm just not a fan of uh, comparing. Uh, okay. Um, uh, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into okay. that. We'll get into that because I, so, I have my reason. So, I'll I'll give you my reason. Um, after being so used to the the openness of the the world of Zelda, where it's like. You're trying to get to that objective. You can beeline for it if you really want to. You can mm-hmm. climb a mountain. You can fall off the mountain. You can climb up another mountain, or you can go around it. You can do whatever the hell you want. It to go straight from that into this, where there's clearly a marker that says it's 200 meters that way, but you either have to jump spam up a mountain and hope that you find a couple of polygons to latch on to and then climb up again or you go all the way around it 
if I had played this game first, it probably would not have been an issue. But after spending 70 hours of being so used to jumping off cliffs, pulling out a hang glider, and climbing up mountains, it it I mean, took a lot for me yeah. to be like, I can't do this. For the love of God, stop trying to do this. But I was stubborn. I was like, no, I'm going to jump up this mountain <laughs> um, because it's the quickest way. Uh, I I think that comes from the the expectation of human beings. Like, like no human being could just climb a mountain. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that's. I mean, like the fact that Zelda did that particular feature that you can like. I mean, obviously you have a stamina meter. You know, yeah. it's going to be rough to climb up certain mountains. Um, but like to be able to just latch on your your uh, latch onto your hands onto mm-hmm. onto just a solid rock wall and just be able to climb it. Uh, um, I can see where you'd want to do. I don't know if you're saying that's a fault of Horizon or if that's a fault of your own. That's a um, that's a. F- it's a fault of my own, primarily, because I've I am the sort of like I said with um, with Zelda that that is the first open world game that I have just loved, because I don't like how closed open world games tend to be. Um, so. In that regard, I would like more games to go for that sort of approach of actually opening everything up. Um, but I do appreciate from a suspension of disbelief thing, it's a little bit weird to be like, I'm going to climb Mount Everest with I'm my the, bare hands. I'm the Spider-Man. Um, yeah. But I then look at it and be like, it's a game though. <laughs> I can't I mean, slow down. I mean, In I real guess... life, I can't slow down time by I mean, aiming yeah. my arrows. I mean, yeah. But I mean, I guess um, you look at it like Horizon's a very narrative and character-focused game too. Yes, I, I think. Um, um, I mean that—that's the other thing that I eventually came to the conclusion of. Like when we were talk- when Abby and I were talking about Zelda, um, saying, "Is it a better game than? Is it a better Zelda game than Wind Waker?" Yes and no. I feel like I much prefer the exploration and the world building. Uh, well, not necessarily the world building, but the the existence of the world and living in the mm-hmm. world in Zelda. But Horizon presents a story and characters so much better, um, such that it has actually got its hooks in me to want to play the next mm-hmm. game in the series, um, despite my issues. Um, I maintain that the glare... Is just too much. There is too much goddamn glare, particularly when um, you're. There's a lot of snowy mountains in that game that you have to climb for for story reasons or mission reasons, and to spot the ledges that you need to jump onto with the glare on the white snow, I can't do. So it, that's that's part of where I was just humping against a wall trying to jump onto the one ledge that it actually wanted me to jump onto. Um, gotcha. I mean, I guess it depends how sensitive one is, I guess, to lens glare. I really didn't notice. as like, It didn't affect me, I think, as much as it, as it did. Mm-hmm. I, I was, like, constantly, like, shifting angles and taking screenshots and just admiring everything that I might have might have been a thing I liked. Um, uh-huh. I don't remember as much um, about the glare thing. Uh, I did notice like the glitch video you sent me with the lighting at night and stuff. Um, that was really strange. Um, yes. Uh, um, and the, the the video that I was going to sort of cut together was an extension of that of 
because of the way that the fog seems to work, trying to work out... Like, I was trying to find an entrance into a, into a space. I was running around trying to follow the marker for, like, 20 minutes. And then it turns out that the place that I... The way in was hidden by fog such that it looked like it was a wall. Mm-hmm. But no, it was just a dark patch that it didn't light properly. Interesting. Um, which was frustrating. Mm. Um, and my uh, final gripe is that ultimately this is anyone who doesn't know I had the most horrific first six hours of this game trying to kill anything because I thought that the game was horrifically buggered it turns out that I was playing on hard Um, (laughs) even though I'm pretty sure I selected normal Bill was very pleased to hear that all the bitching that I'd been doing to him about this goddamn flame bellow back being impossible to kill in this cauldron um, was because I was on the wrong difficulty. So I then dropped it down to easy because I thought, screw it, I want to enjoy the story. Mm. I found that the um, the combat ultimately became quite tedious in the way that we said that Zelda benefited from the weapons breaking because... For 90% of the game, I had the exact same three weapons to do everything. Um, Like, I had no reason to try and use anything else, because everything worked. I... 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 I can only really counter that by saying that I think it's up to the user to choose to take advantage of everything else that's in the game and it might also be uh, a side effect of playing on easy mm-hmm. um as well because like you know i i am i didn't play on easy so i'm not sure no. um like, i mean i intended of, like, to play on normal uh, yeah I'll yeah in terms, of, <laughs> in terms of like the bow and like just whatever else working on everything because there are certainly fights with like storm birds or i forget like thunder jaws like some of the really big robots were like Using a rope caster yeah. or or a trip caster or or the slingshots I, or certain I, I, weapons are like utilized in certain situations and like there is a good variety of gadgets I I thought like um, and you had to choose w- what ones you want to bring into a fight because it you know you only have four slots to mm-hmm. to like take advantage of that. Um, See what I ended up using was the the shadow sharp shot. Um. Towards the end, when I had to fight Thunder Jaws a bit more, I did equip the um, the tear tear blaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I never really found anything to really cope with the the Stormbirds when they go they fly so high above you that you can't actually aim um, anything at them. I used the rope caster like twice, didn't understand what the hell it was doing, and so threw it away. And um, I used the good no tri- I uh, used the trip caster during my cauldron debacle, and then never touched it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was pretty much just bow, bow, spear. The only, occasionally. The only reason I like I, I'm a, like count. I, I I don't really agree that the combat's tedious. I mean, if, if it became tedious for you, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I think that's one of the things that like kept driving me through that game is, is like I could turn that game on even now and just roam around and just fight stuff because like I think there's a really satisfying feedback to depending See, that's, on that's why I thought that I must have been 
it's one of those things where I think I must be doing something wrong because it's one of the things that you had mentioned last time of mm. that the combat was so satisfying to you and it's like, well, what the hell am I missing? Is it just because of the difficulty or am I a broken person? Um, yes. Yeah, it... <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes to both. Oh. Um, yeah, because fights essentially boiled down to hit them with some arrows. Yeah hit them with a hard attack until they fall over, crit hit them, and then keep whacking them. Because, like, there's... Like, each each robot has multiple weak points and different ways to exploit them with different elements or different types of weapons. And Yeah, I um, didn't realize that until two-thirds of the way through when I scanned <laughs> them with my focus, and it was like, weakness, fire. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah, that that was yeah. referring to, like, the tiny uh, little sprocket on the back of his head mm-hmm. that I happened yeah, to be it, aiming each, at at the time. Each, each point has a different weakness. Like, certain robots, like, one part of their body might contain gas the power of their one move so like that's weak to fire you can blow that up certain parts of them are more armored or like each robot can have multiple weak points and different ways to approach them depending on what gadget you're using or weapon or whatever at the time um for like storm birds i would i would rope cast them and bolt them to the ground so they couldn't fly and then um i think they're weak to ice i believe too one of their one of their parts so i would like rope them down um, so they couldn't fly away, and that would last like, maybe a good 20 seconds or so. Um, I would spam Ropecaster a bunch, and then I would freeze them, um, and then uh, some, one of their parts would blow up due to like over like extending the freeze, and then mm-hmm. they would try to fly away again, and I would Ropecast them down and uh, stuff like that. So, yeah, e- each robot kind of has a lot of different um, – not a lot, but three or four different – little spots that if you choose to use it to certain like one fun thing i would always do was i forget what robot it was but it was weak to fire and it would blow up um and they would like i would set like three or four of them on fire if they were in a pack and then blow up the middle one and then oh, because um, the other two were on fire it would blow up the entire pack and, it's the one that looks sort of like a deer so yeah yep those ones um that's yeah. super satisfying to pull off um so so ultimately my Horizon experience is, I will play the sequel. I now know things about how the game works that hopefully they don't completely gut the game so that I'm starting from square one again. There are mistakes <laughs> that I made that uh, that I wouldn't repeat in the future, but I I can't go back and replay yeah. uh, from start to finish Zero Dawn just for the purposes of not cocking it up. I beat the story... And then I played it through a f- another few missions because I do enjoy the character interactions and things. So I yeah. will probably do what you did of finish side quests and things. Probably not bother with collectibles. I, I, um, I don't do it in any game. I don't care about collectibles. The only collectibles I might bother with are the um, the data logs and things. The, bit, because the bits the, of lore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lore is genuinely interesting. Um I'm not going to go around picking metal flowers and no, bloody I really, yeah, cups. I really don't care about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't care that much about a plat because I don't have a plat in anything as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, huh, yeah. Probably not what you wanted to hear. It, but... it, it's Everybody plays a game and, like, for example, when you say that, you know, you found a weapon setup that worked for your individual playthrough and you kind of stuck with it even though there was variety, like, I can speak to me playing Neo right now, and I mean, still I'm beating it. I'm still in, like in the middle of Neo. Like I found one weapon type that I like. There's like 
six different weapon types in that game with all their own separate move sets and everything. And I like hammers, and that is all I'm gonna use is hammers and axes. That's it. Despite like, oh man, spears are real fun, and they so uh, you know like once you find a thing you can nestle into, and it is working, and it's not stopping, like it's not getting worse. Um, yeah. Then like yeah, I can understand settling in and not really exploring um, any of the other weapon options um, in that way. Same thing with Bloodborne happened with me. I used pretty much one weapon exclusively. Um, until I forced myself to start switching it up on like mm-hmm. New Game Plus and uh, DLC and all that, so but, it, it you know. probably would have been helped if um, maybe a third of the way into the game, like the moment that I got to Meridian, is where I bought my bow. Um, I opted for the I will start from the bottom of the list with all of the perps, and uh, whichever one <laughs> I can afford that I have the stuff for, yeah, I'll yeah. buy it. If they had made it so that you had to be of a certain level in mm-hmm. archery skill or whatever to even yeah. use a rare, then I would have probably experimented a bit more just because yeah. my stuff would necessitate me trying a rope caster or a trip caster or whatever on the fly just to get something to work. Um, but it lets you pick up that weapon so bloody quick mm-hmm. that... Yeah, I- I think the way they handle itemization in the game is one of one of the things I think could be improved upon in the second game. Um, Trading I think, similarly could be yeah, improved on. Yeah, just I think, a tad. I think the the requirements set up for certain gear or just certain things about the game where level really doesn't t- take effect in anything really. Like you don't That's really like from skills. Yeah, like you you'll you'll get the ability to um, hold more stuff or yeah. you know stuff like that. But in terms of, like, difficulty, I don't even know why there's levels on the quest. Because, like, you're fighting a lot of the same robots most of the game, and they aren't higher level, really, than the other ones. They're, as long as you get a weapon that's good, and you can get them fr- pretty early on, like you said. Like, the level system doesn't really... Um, I guess it's just their way of maybe trying to... I think You know, I think that the level system is just because of an expectation of how much you've upgraded mm-hmm. your inventory cap. Because the yeah the further into the game you get... The, the missions get longer and they throw more enemies at you at once so it's just can you hold enough yeah. ammo or resources to make ammo or potions or whatever to survive this mission that's a good point yeah because by the time you're level 30 you should have a pretty decent arsenal set up and like mm-hmm. so yeah longer missions will be easier to, to handle and if you're level 5 then you know you're holding 10 arrows yeah um, yeah for sure but no uh, yeah you know, <laughs> I, I I think I think any any major like things that like any problems you had that I read, I was like, what all happened already in Discord? Um, mm-hmm. But but a lot of those were mostly just because of the difficulty issue. Any other problems you had were mostly just like, okay, he doesn't like that. That's okay. Yeah, ninety um, percent of my bitching was the bloody first cauldron that the game sent yeah. me to. Like I, not realizing I, that I was, if I had realized that I was on hard, like if I had been playing on hard, I would have been like, well, this is just too yeah. ridiculous. I thought normal is absurd. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted normal. No, I mean, since you didn't really get to play the middle ground, normal is, does have some pretty difficult encounters in it. The game is still a difficult game. It's, it's, Mm-hmm. Like that's why when you were telling me that, I'm like, I wasn't like surprised. Like, man, you got to be playing on hard. I immediately just thought like, oh yeah, some of the encounters in that game are tough because like when you get hit in that game, like you, you can lose like seventy five percent of your health depending on what's hitting you at once. Like, it, it, they mm-hmm. punish you for getting hit. Um, 
But uh, yeah, it was it was the difference between some encounters and every encounter will kill you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. uh, I mean, I I, I um, it, not everyone's gonna think the same on on certain things. I think it's the one of the best looking games ever made. Uh, um, you don't, and that's fine. Um, I didn't say that. I said. That's Your claim was that you think it looks better than Uncharted Four. I say it looks on I par do. with Uncharted Four. I think I think what Gorilla was able to pull off in an open world is, um, like far and away the most impressive thing for me ever, technically. Um, See, because... I think that the different the difference is because I think on a technical level, all they've got to do is show me what the camera sees. I mean, I'm, that's so the way I'm thinking. It, it's impressive game... that the ca- the camera is showing me this but it the open world argument it's not like they've generated the entire world and the system's managing to run this I mean, super if, dense if, world if it if it were this. that easy though Ken Ross why doesn't every open world game look like that you know I don't like know. that's that's I mean I, I that is the method they use they there was a, a post the other day about it they showed off the tech and the way it works is like when the camera moves a lot of the the world behind you like disappears like in a way mm-hmm. like it it like it's all building and generating all at the same time, and it's a common technique. It's not like it's, like yeah, a, a lot of devs got really snooty on Twitter about it, like oh, Gorilla thinks they've invented this. Like they never really said that. They just said here's what we use. That's literally all it was. It wasn't like a look how good we are. It was kind of like look, this is what we use to make it, and because we use this technique, we were able to pump the visuals in these certain sections. Blah blah blah. Um, but I mean, like it, it is impressive to me because a lot of open world games really struggle with finding that balance between visuals and performance. Like a lot of them will will come out and like. Like, oh, we had to sacrifice some things here in the visuals because we're an open-world game and, and blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, our world had to be smaller if we wanted to make it look this good or blah, blah, blah. Whereas Horizon came out and it's like, look, this game, every single second of it, depending on what your tastes are in terms of, of, of fidelity and everything, we're going to impress you at every turn and still make you let you run around this big world with no loading screens, really, except for sometimes when you enter interiors or dungeons or missions or whatever. Um and it was really impressive to me in that fact, where like I have so many screenshots from Horizon, more so than just by any other game, because like I, I the texture work, the foliage work, the lighting, the character models, the the way everything maintains its frame rate too. That's also imp- when an action's getting heavy, like it stays solid, like it's it's inhuman. I I think like especially coming off of other open world games, like watching a friend play Watch Dogs two or, or something, and and. Mm-hmm moving into i mean granted Watch Dogs 2 and like gta have a lot more ai walking around the streets with humans and different agents like that that probably affect things that horizon doesn't necessarily have to worry about because there aren't that many human beings walking around um yep. besides in the cities but uh but yeah no, it, was, it was really impressive to, to me in that regard um i'm not saying uncharted 4 is a bad looking game uncharted 4 is also one of the best looking games that i've ever played um it's just Horizon maintains 1080p and also maintains its frame rate, whereas Uncharted is 900p game. No, no, no. Uncharted is 1080p. The multiplayer is 900p, so they get yeah. 60 frames. Yeah, yeah. I got them confused. That's right. Um, but yeah, um, I, I can also see the argument for like someone saying Uncharted 4 looks better because I think the scenes Uncharted 4 sets um, looks are on a scale that Horizon never necessarily hits, like. <laughs> Uh, you know some of the pirate city stuff when you get to Libertalia and just some of the set pieces in Uncharted. Yeah. All this, all the moving parts in Uncharted are technically impressive too. That I don't think many people can hit that either. Um, there's a really cool interview between Neil Druckmann 
from Naughty Dog and oh shit, Herman Herman Hust, I forget his full name from Gorilla, talking about the tech and everything and how Neil Druckmann when he played Horizon, he's he immediately saw the stuff in Horizon and went okay, and went back to his team on Last of Us Two and we're like, how do we beat this? So I'm fully expecting that game to look unbelievable as well. Because Sony Studios like to, for some reason, top each other. It's like they I, I guess that is also like the big difference in in the graphical style. I guess where Uncharted was a lot more about set pieces, mm-hmm. which have a very certain style to them, whereas uh, Horizon was going for a more global level. Yeah, the, and I think I just appreciate there. set pieces a little bit more. I can understand um, that. But I'm I'm glad that um like one of the things that I'm very like you know I, I will stand up for with Horizon and is its story and I think for sure. like one thing a lot of people weren't expecting from that game is the story that it told you know a, you know a lot of open world games don't necessarily go out of their way to weave a, a very strong narrative mm-hmm. the narratives aren't necessarily terrible in them but like they due to the nature of the open world a lot of them are like oh let's focus on everything else and the story's there blah 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 but with Horizon. Like I, when I play that story, I'm like, oh man, that's really cool. Like this stuff's really cool. What an interesting way to develop, you know, and 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 kind of explain away the title of the game and and all yeah. of these things and why why things are the way they are and and mm. what happened to everybody. Because um, that's all that stuff's interesting from the get go when you first get the first audio logs and your first data logs when you're reading like, oh man, this what what actually happened and um, that narrative's really strong. So I'm glad that was something that you enjoyed a lot. I mean, it, it's, it, and it's it, enough to get you it to buy was the given, It was given at that sweet pace where it's like, we're going to give you the tiniest little bit of information that makes you go, oh. And then another couple of hours from now, you'll get a little bit more. And then we're going to dump a whole crap ton of you. There's yeah. going to be reveals. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and then we're going to pose more questions. <laughs> Yeah, they they paced it in a way. That's one of the, one of the strengths of the game. I think is that like they know they have a world that's mysterious from the get go. Like, and they know everybody who buys it is curious. Like, why are these people living in tribes with robot dinosaurs? Like, all that stuff is like on everyone's mind. So it's like, yeah, we'll we'll slowly peel it away, but just enough information paced throughout the main story that makes you want to. Okay, I want to play the next story or the next quest, the next quest. Like it was a day where I just went and did nothing but the main quest all day because it was like. Like at the end of every quest, it was always like a, like oh, and it's like oh well, okay, it's like a cliffhanger episode, yeah. like from a show, like you want to immediately jump in, um, and in, play it, and it's, it's in that regard really well. though, you were saying that you hope that the the rest of the trilogy deals with Aloy. Whilst I hope that the rest of the trilogy deals with Aloy because that set of character it means that that set of characters could continue to exist. Yeah, I'm not sure where it can go. I agree with you um, on that, especially if, especially since they're doing expansion DLC. Oh, are they? Um, for this, yeah, they announced they're working oh, on on okay. that. So, like, I I assume, like, I I can I can understand from a business point wanting to do another game with Aloy because she has kind of become that next big character for them, and yeah. people do really like Aloy, and she's a good mascot. I don't want to devolve these these characters to just no. mascots, but she's a good she's a, she's a good, good image. Drake. Yeah, she's she c- carries a, an image about her that like is recognizable, and she's a great character, and 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 her story is really great. She's well acted, and and people mm-hmm. like Aloy. Everyone universally, for the most part, enjoys Aloy as a character. So it makes sense to want to, like you said, Nathan Drake. It like you know this character is beloved. 
and she will sell other games. Um, it's kind of like the idea of, I mean, I'm not saying that The Last of Us 2 is being done strictly out of a, like, oh, we need Joel and Ellie in this game because they're The Last of Us. Um, but, like, I didn't expect Joel or Ellie to be in The Last of Us 2, and I kind of hope they wouldn't because I think their story ended on a, on a note that was satisfying for me as mm-hmm. a player. But I trust them, and I that trailer they put out was really cool, and it makes sense because, again, like Aloy and like Nathan Drake, Joel and Ellie, especially Ellie, um, are kind of like another flagship character that yeah. Sony has. So, like, I can see them using Aloy again. I agree in that I don't really know how she would get involved in anything else. Um, uh, you know, so I, I, I'm curious what they're going to do with it for sure. Mm. Um, I guess we'll see in like four or five years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, they do, they do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that's. Um, I'm looking forward that's to Horizon. That's Horizon. Um, I'm glad you liked bits of it. That's um, that's all that matters. <laughs> I'm glad that I, I I'm glad that I played it. I just wish that there weren't so many potentially personal things that got in the way. I I think um like you know it's easy to think that maybe some of these issues are like on your own end. Um, and, you know, I can go. I have a lot, a lot of, of me games. issues, but at the same time, I mean, if you go online and you and you poke around, I mean, there there are people who don't like this game and and who have maybe not identical problems, but problems close enough that it's like okay, like I don't agree, like, and it's easy for me to want to go like, well, you know, just it's probably all on you, but just I didn't experience it that way. You know, it's it's easy for me to maybe say that that's not an issue because I didn't think it was, mm-hmm. you know, so. Like the issues people have with with Bloodborne or Neo, or the issues people could potentially have with the Yakuza bloody game Bloodborne, or... slapping that bloody wolf. <laughs> that wolf um, won't die. Like I, I even like No Man's Sky, you know, stuff like that. So like, I, you know, I might be easier to please as a human being for the <laughs> most part. I, I think with, with a lot of video games, um, I do have my issues though. I have you know with stuff with Andromeda and whatever, but um, I am extremely like excited. Like, you know, I, I like listening, you know, whether it's good or bad. I like hearing from people about games that I really like. Um, and, like, I don't want anyone to ever feel like they can't tell me they don't like it, you know, because um, I'll, I'll, I'll do the same, you know. Mm. So, you know, I've done it. So, so I, I, mean, I do, like, do want to say that I've obviously listed off a lot of things that I didn't like. There were things that I liked. There's just no point in bringing them up because you already mentioned it last week or last month. Yeah. Um, so if I, I, I if I've not mentioned something negatively about something that you've said previously, it yeah. means that I agree with you. I, I think I think one thing that like you know you might think you're being annoying sometimes, and like some <laughs> complaints, I'm like, what the heck is that? Um, Shelby, like, why are it, you laughing? It, no, you know, it, you know the poster. Your, your, that your I, thing, no, your thing, no, just popped up with the little blue square to say that you were laughing when no. it was like, I know you think you're annoying. No, that was just bad timing. I just about five minutes ago, I was getting bored with listening to you, so I made an offer on that Final Fantasy 15 poster, and it just got accepted. Nice. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna pay for my prompto post now. <laughs> like, if you think you're being like like, like sometimes you might think you're being annoying or whatever. Like, I I genuinely don't. I like I like reading it because I think 
there are a lot of times where like a lot of my friends and, and I like we all like the same games and a lot of conversations we have are, are always very similar and I think if you um, if anyone listens to Mixed Pixel I think you'll notice that a lot of our opinions tend to skew in the same direction and um, I would like more push on certain games or certain topics and like I'm, I can't force anyone to play Devil's Advocate or I can't force anyone to think a certain way about games so it's hard sometimes to have a conversation about certain aspects of video games that like literally everyone I'm surrounded with feels the same way about. So I think getting, even if there are exclusively you problems, I like hearing them because it like let, lets me look at something maybe a different way than like I would look at it, you know, otherwise like I played this game, I finished Horizon, I have my opinions on it. Here's how I looked at it. Um, mm-hmm. And then I get 40 messages from Kinross in the middle of the night and I read <laughs> them all and I'm like, Oh wow. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> you know? Um, so the like, you know, bad man. I, I don't mind it as much. I like it. I think it works. It works okay. out. Um, that's why I'm 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 curious about you know ten hours into Yakuza Zero, what kind of messages am I going to be getting? Uh, I can tell um, you the messages ten <laughs> minutes into Yakuza Zero. It's can I play the game yet? <laughs> it's it's very um, reminiscent of like opening up Persona Four yeah. and like you know the intro yeah, is yeah, yeah. is long. So long. There there are going to be points in Yakuza where. Like in the beginning, anyway, where it might seem like you're able to go walk around and do whatever now, but you will notice that it's still funneling you into <laughs> yeah. the main quests for a little I bit. I mean, I'm fine um, with that. It's it's when I don't necessarily expect it that I'm like, yeah, well, goddamn. Mm-hmm. But you can I, turn know, it on, I know, yeah, just I know that's and, what I'm coming yeah. into. I've put it on the back burner at the minute because I'm trying to blitz through Persona, obviously. Mm, yeah. um, but it is on my my console. Like I picked it I'm, up in the Easter sale. I'm excited. I've been trying to get everybody I know to play that game, and and I've been forcing my copy on friends in real life, and no one's no one's taking me up on it. Like I, I, uh, I notice your um your Twitter bio now links to <laughs> this podcast, Mixed Pixel, but starts by saying <laughs> buy Yakuza Zero, or is it play Yakuza Zero? I can't remember. Uh, play Yakuza Zero. I think uh, my PlayStation bio is that. My Twitter bio is that. <laughs> Um, not only that, but my Twitter ba- uh, banner is Yakuza Zero. My PlayStation profile picture is Yakuza Zero, and my avatar is Yakuza, and my banner is Yakuza, and my Discord icon is also the karaoke bird from Yakuza Zero. Um, I'm basically trying to sell this game as if it were my job um, <laughs> to everybody because uh, it's an easy one this to skip. This episode of the Purpose of the Podcast sponsored by Yakuza Zero. <laughs> I'm not sponsored by Sega. Uh, Sega. If, if they want to <gasps> sponsor me. That's something we can talk uh, about, Abby. What? Oh, we Puyo played Pop. like four hours of Puyo Puyo Tetris. Oh, yeah. I want to know what that's about. The demo. <laughs> yeah. Well, the demo, I could tell you, is sufficient enough that we played a lot. Um, it's a good demo. It's, like, it's a genuinely good it demo. It is a good demo. It's, um, so the way it works is you get single player, multiplayer. Uh, you can either play... Um, one mode, so you either play Poyo Poyo or you play Tetris, or mm-hmm. you can play the switch mode or the swap mode where it's like 30 seconds of Poyo Poyo, 30 seconds of Tetris. Um, you play a round of that or however many rounds you set, and then the demo's like, thanks for playing, and then it literally just reboots the game so that you can keep playing over and over and over and over again. Um, and it's. I'm slowly getting the hang of Poyo Poyo. Um, it went have from ever... being something I will never buy to I might have to buy this I'm purely buy because of the sure. uh, the online. Have you seen like advanced Puyo Puyo players? <laughs> no play that damn game. I don't want to. I don't Ooh, want to. 
I was gonna buy that game, but I, I feel inadequate when I watch those videos. I feel like like no one. I feel that way anytime I see a game that has <laughs> a competitive element. If I see Tetris players, dude, have, right? There was um, a AGDQ or SGDQ a while ago. They had the Grandmaster yeah. Tetris run. If you ever have the <laughs> chance to watch it, I have never seen anything more incredible oh, yeah. in my life. Tetris, holy shit! Yes, I. I... I was watching people play Puyo Puyo, like the Tetris version as well. Like the one guy who does the tutorials for Sega was <laughs> showed up on the one stream for Easy Allies, and like the one guy on Easy Allies is like a really good Tetris player. So like, oh, play play the you know you could play him, and they play each other. And this guy who does the tutorials for Sega, they pick the right guy. The 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 I the the. the, the <laughs> I don't even this know how to formulate it. I don't even know how to formulate a thought around it because, like, what I was watching, like all these weird T spins and these techniques, and like the the like what the f- how does anyone play anything like this? Like, I don't under- like it makes me feel like garbage. Mm-hmm. That, like, I, that oh is my my, uh, my issue with Puyo Puyo is I have zero experience of it up until now. Yeah, we never we never really got it. Um, um I I've, so... I've actually had I had Puyo Puyo. Fever, Puyo Puyo Pop, on the DS, which had download play, and then I had it on the GameCube as well. I'm not very uh-huh. good at it though. Um, Tetris is more my level um, because I yeah. can I can understand what makes Tetris. I can't I can't yeah, do the it, combos it, Tetris, in Puyo that well. Tetris is I know how to plan my moves. I know what I'm doing. Puyo Puyo is like hope I get the now. Thing I build need. a combo. Build a chain. It's like Okay, I have no idea how to do that. It's pure luck. Oh, there's now a line of white Puyo garbage trash blocking all of my moves. I've got to start over. Yeah. Um, so I look forward to getting better at Puyo Puyo. I'm but mesmerized. Are you watching have the Tetris ever... now? Yeah. Oh, is it linked in the... Yeah, yeah, I linked it in the Discord. I'm mesmerized. This was the most intense thing that happened in this year. It was uh, AGDQ 2015, for those of you who are wondering. And I watch AGDQ which, like which every time Which screen am I supposed to be watching? All of them. Uh, there's four screens, Abby. Like, any of them are, like, impressive. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought that there was one that I was supposed to be watching in particular. No. Um, but, like, that that was the, the, ten- the most tense thing that happened. And it was Tetris. Um... Tetris is pretty intense. Uh, yeah, um, I don't I know what we were talking that. about. Puyo Puyo. Puyo. I'm actually glad to hear about the game, though, because it was one of those that <clears throat> I, I know like people were excited that Sega was bringing to the West because mm. you know mm. people didn't expect that. Um, so I'm glad to hear it's fun. I love I was puzzle games like that, so I'm excited yeah. about it as well. Like, especially, like, I like battle puzzle games, too. Like, it's good. It's good. And it's perfect for the like the environment of the Switch too. Mm. Like that's a great release to have on there. And um, I've got to be honest, I'm, I'm, probably I'm only kind of listening up. to you because I'm watching Tetris. <laughs> I, it's it's I, unfortunate that it releases on the same day as Mario. I'm doing Kart, the though. same thing. I'm doing the same thing, Abby. You don't oh. have to. You don't have to worry. I'm watching Tetris too. <laughs> um, um, speaking of Mario Kart, not, comes out this week. Yeah, I'm not going to be picking up uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris um, straight away because you know my money that week is going on Mario Kart and apparently now a Prompto poster. Um, <laughs> I just like text Andy like I need advice on uh, framing things <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah um, I'll, I'll probably pick it up I, I will pick it up probably 
Mm, after Fire Emblem Echoes? Yeah. Probably. But I was thinking I might pick it up around E3 time. Mm, E3 time's a good time. Because I don't think mm. there's anything coming out in June particularly that I want to pick up aside from the Prompto DLC, which I've already technically paid for. Yeah. So I could be wrong. I could be forgetting something like Vital. No. no is, is ARMS in June? Um, I mean, that's not Vital, but... I'm not planning on getting ARMS immediately, so... Okay. Oh, yeah, Splatoon's got a release date now. Bill knows when they, he's going to buy a Switch. Yeah, Nintendo officially revealed the date at which Bill Conway will own a Switch. Are you, are you going to mm-hmm. take Kinross's advice and get a Switch a couple weeks beforehand so you avoid a um, potential drought of Switches? It depends. It depends how things are looking. Uh, that would be the ideal scenario, for sure. Mm. Um... I might just put it on my credit card if I. If, oh, if, that's dangerous! <laughs> it is dangerous. I put my three D, um, my original three DS on my credit card uh, uh, when I, it launched, so that I can get the ambassador yeah. program. I'm still paying for it. <laughs> I I usually don't use it. I don't like to use it just because, like, if I keep using it, it's like, oh yeah, I can just buy everything. It's uh, like free money. So I I, I like yeah. to pay it off as fast as possible, but also because I, I it just. I think I'm, like, the right person to use a credit card because, like, the way I am about things, even, like, it goes back to even with spoilers. Like, I'm so, like, just always on about certain things. Like, if I owe a friend money, I will not – it'll ruin my day for for a week if I still owe them money. I'll think about it forever. And they don't even care. Like, I can pay them back four months later. They don't mind. So, like, a credit card, if I owe the – if I owe them money – and I know if I don't pay it back, I'll get in trouble. I'll think even harder on it. Like I think I'm the right person to use a credit card. See, I um, know I'm, I'm not. Too... I'm the opposite of a person that should have a credit card. So I've never allowed myself to have one. <laughs> it's a good plan. Considering yeah. I got bored for five minutes while you were talking about Horizon and spent twenty four pounds and eighty pence on a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. Um... Please support I, I me mean, on Patreon. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very bad with money. I'm very bad with money. Like you know, I, I when I say like, oh, I'm the, I'm the right person for a credit card. I say that mostly in just in terms of obligation. But when yeah. it comes to money that I own, that is my own money, I'm so bad with it. I'm such an irresponsible <laughs> human yeah. being with it. That, but I, I I should have a switch, um, for sure on that date. I'd like to get it at least two or three weeks before. It'd be, it'd be a pleasure. It would also be a pleasure if they released a bundle. Um, of some sort that I could mm-hmm. possibly get my hands on. I know GameStop is doing a um, bundle with Mario Kart and Zelda, I think, oh, that they nice. currently have in stock right now. How reliable so are they get... with their pre-orders? Because I'm basing it off of Game, who are not very reliable with their pre-orders. Um, They are good. It's just they will call you the day of, and if you don't go in there that day and pick it up, they will erase your pre-order. Um. So yeah, in that no. regard, I guess it's it's normal, I guess. You know, they don't want you to, like, oh, I'm going to reserve it and never pick it up. Do you have um, to pay a deposit when you... Yeah. Okay. Uh, and they'll refund you if they get rid of your pre-order, obviously. But, uh, oh, okay. But, yeah, they're usually pretty okay with, like, you know, making sure that mm-hmm. you get it and all that, so... I remember uh, the Shulk Amiibo debacle of uh, 2015. That <laughs> <laughs> I've ordered the last of my Amiibo, almost. Ooh. I've still got three to order. Nearly there. Well, six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll be free. You're never free. <laughs> to just buy the amiibo that I want. Never free. <laughs> um, 
Oh, and, then they'll uh, make smash for uh, they'll make smash for uh, the switch, switch. that will have a roster of new characters and new amiibo for you to get. Ca- different well, outfits. They've, bu- they've buggered it up by having two outfit two sets for the last lot. Yeah, Don't you get Advent why. Children Cloud, which is cool. You get two different poses for Bayonetta and. I don't even remember who the other one is. Corin. Well, you get different. No idea why. You get, you get different genders for Corin, which makes sense. And you get Bayonetta one, Bayonetta, and Bayonetta two, Bayonetta. So. Uh, but why are they? Why I don't they... know. Like, I still want them to make a female Robin amiibo, but I, I think the ship has sailed on that. That ship. Yeah, that ship has sailed. But um. Nintendo in terms way. Of news at the the end of of an episode. They also announced Call of Duty World of War Two. Oh. Not World at War 2, as I just said, but World War 2. <laughs> oh! For some reason, Kinneras, I thought you said... Are you still watching I Tetris, Bill? I, I wasn't paying attention. I opened up Grand Blue Fantasy on my phone <laughs> for a second to get my daily my daily login rewards. But um, I, I was doing that, and like, I... Because you, you said... You, you said Ebby, Kinneras. She was like, oh, in terms of news, you know, at the end of an episode, Ebby. I thought you said they announced Koyazumi... World at War Two, not Call of Duty. World what, War what is Koyazumi? It's nothing. I, oh, I, okay. that's what that's what I thought he said. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what's this weird Japanese game that I was talking to Abby about? What's, what's Koyazumi? Um, Trademark. Yeah, they. It's mine. Yeah, they they officially uh, revealed the uh, Call of Duty World War Two that leaked a, a few weeks ago. Well, um, this is this is my argument. They put out a picture saying World War Call of Duty World War Two reveal coming on like the 15th or whatever it's like no the moment that you put that picture up it's revealed (laughs) that is your reveal yeah i i i I think they could probably uh use to rephrase that and say it's the gameplay reveal or the whatever yeah um trailer like i I guess the game itself like the video game gets officially revealed on the 26th um but like we know like your game's out there you've announced it like you know like that is your announcement yeah um, I'm I'm genuinely looking forward to that game. Um, I think it will be refreshing to have a Call of Duty where I'm I'm not spaceman, uh, and it's coming from someone who has play actually played Infinite Warfare and actually ate some crow. I do enjoy it. Um, it's one of the better spaceman Call of Duties. But just going back to the basics and and not fucking every there's like 80 gadgets i feel like i'm in like every bond movie crammed in the one but then they also added gundam on it like it's just like <laughs> come on like, relax uh so i'm excited for that i'm, I'm genuinely looking forward to it uh sledgehammer is one of the better devs on cod right now i think advanced warfare was one of the better spaceman cods uh so i am excited um for that video game i'm looking for, i mean uh, i saw some comments yesterday when that game came out when that came out but then when the when the announcement came out um, of like, man, you know, we just did World War Two so much. Like, dude, w- <laughs> that's literally what everyone has been asking for for the last however many years. Since, since 2007, shooters have gone modern to futuristic. 2007 was the, the Call of Duty 4's year. From there on, everybody and their mother was like, "Oh my god, that's the new, that's the new well to tap." And yeah, back then it was. You know, we had a fair share of World War Two shooters back then, but we haven't had a World War Two shooter, a big one, since 2000. Since we're not having to hell Call of Duty 2 was. 2004? Because um, 3 was after, and that was also World War 2, but it wasn't really popular. Um, so, yeah, like, we haven't had a, a big budget AAA World War 2 game in forever. There are kids who were born into 
the 360 and PS3 generation who are playing games now who never had a World War II game. Uh, so, like, they don't know, like, the fatigue that maybe some people feel. Like, I don't know how to understand how anybody could still be fatigued on World War II when we literally haven't been back to that era in, like, over a decade. Um, like, I'm so over... I'm so tired of this futuristic Call of Duties in the future. Even the modern shooters, like... There's only so many times I could use an M4 carbine where I'm like, okay, I, I, I played this game eight times. I'm done. Like, I don't want to play this game anymore. Um, so that's why Battlefield 1 has been so refreshing for me. It's, it's nice to go back and use an old rifle and not have some guy fly over my head with, with a jetpack and then stomp on me with a nail move or something. Like, I'm so over it. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for that. Are you excited for Battlefront 2 or no? Yes. Um... Yes, that's actually that's that's a good thing to bring up. I I uh, I, think, I thought that trailer was pretty awesome. Uh, I've not watched except it, for to be with you. except for the bit at the end. They have this hype. They have this hype at okay. The hype around Battlefront Two is really great. I I think they're doing they're saying all the right things with it. I think I liked one. I just think it didn't have enough meat on it to have me play it for longer than a few weeks. Like the the most I played Battlefront One was after I saw Force Awakens and I was all hyped on Star Wars and I'm like I want to play Star Wars and you know like that yeah. that game served its purpose. I feel like that game was probably bare bones because they wanted to meet that release for Force Awakens. I I think they they added a lot in DLC but not enough for me to want to go. Oh yeah, I'll give them more money for stuff mm-hmm. that should have been in the game. Uh, but Battlefront Two, I think this thing a lot of the right things. It takes place across all eras. It takes place across the prequel trilogies, the new trilogy, the old trilogy, the you know the side canon whatever the hell the animated shows like, all that stuff's all included in this in this game and it's gonna have a campaign it's it's it has a story a narrative it's it's um gonna have classes again and stuff that are in the old battlefronts so they're seeing a lot of the right things to get people hyped especially as people are super hyped about star wars again with the last jedi teaser and all of that yeah but the only thing that was so funny to me is is the fucking the hype hype trailer for Battlefront 2 at the end of the trailer pre-order now to get Last Jedi Heroes and you're like no get that out of your trailer stop it get the pre-order now to get bonus heroes thing out of your hype trailer you want to make people happy about your game again don't put that in there it's such a weird thing to just don't put it in your game yeah yeah that too (laughs) it's such a weird thing to disrupt the flow of such an awesome trailer Mm. but introducing this narrative for Battlefront 2 the campaign and, and the main character and all these things you're playing on the side of the Empire this time uh, it's a story from that perspective, and you know it's it's like you know this really cool cool story, and then it's, it's all hype. It's like duh, 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 pre-order now. They're like fuck fuck off. Am I watching this in a GameStop? Like is am I watching this on one of their TVs? Like you really got to put that in your trailer, put it in your press release if you really need to put it in the damn game at all. Um, mm. Also, no season pass. They're they're oh. doing DLC differently, which I assume right. will probably follow the Titanfall model, the Overwatch model, or whatever. Where it's um, free. Which I'm delighted by thing. because. Yeah, I love Battlefield One, but like I just I can't stomach, um, fucking I can't stomach like I want to play this game with my friends and this DLC comes out and I don't I don't return to Battlefield for months at a time and I go back and I'm like thirty dollars behind in content. It's like yeah. well, I, it's not worth it to me, right? you know. Like so it's nice with Overwatch or Titanfall. Like I want to go back to those games. Oh, there's all this new stuff they've added. That's really great, and I could just play it. I don't have to fucking pay. Um, I think map packs are so antiquated. I think just get rid of them completely. Especially when I'm sorry, we're going on a tangent here mm-hmm. with map packs, but especially because what bothers me is the solution to monetization in games like these FPS games with with communities um, that are willing to pay. Is that 
one thing that kept the servers running and more content coming is the map packs. You know, that's the, oh, this is one way for us to make more money post-launch. It has shifted towards cosmetics, which is a fine way to do it if you do it right. I don't agree with the key system. I don't agree with having to pay to open a box. Um, I think they underestimate how much people would actually just buy boxes instead of keys. Uh, it's, it's very evident with Overwatch. Um, yep. You've also a lot got of to disagree have, yeah. with uh, cosmetics that actually affect the gun. When you can, you buy don't them. like. Yeah, I don't. I don't like cosmetics that affect the stats of a gun. Oh, those. If, yes, if, yes, yes, yes. Money those are garbage. Changes are hands. Garbage. For sure, that's that's pay to win stuff. Yeah. For sure, yeah. That that stuff I don't agree with as well. I thought you meant like this. This just um like aesthetically. Uh, um, yeah, I agree with that for sure. Um, and COD has some of those. You can get them in game, but like they have them. So what what what, bu- what bums me out and what's so fucking weird and aggravating to me is that like Battlefield and Call of Duty, both of these games, fe- I guess they feel like their shit doesn't stink and they can just come out and well, we still have map packs, but we also sell loot boxes. Like no, pick one or the other, fucker. Like how are you monetizing your game? You have the Titanfall, Overwatch, Co- Counter Strike, Killing Floor method where. All content is free. We don't want to segment our player base. Rainbow Six Siege is the same thing. For Honor, does the same thing. All this stuff is free. You can get it all in-game. Um, but to support ourselves, we're going to release cosmetics that are really cool-looking that incentivize you wanting to buy them. And if you want to buy optional, like, packs or this, this, and that, you know, and they make lots of money off that. Battlefield. Oh, we have battle packs now with loot and skins and all these things with rare packs, and you can buy them, and we got them in seasons, and you can get all this cool. Oh, but we're still making a $60 season pass. Um, no, dude, pick one or the other. That's not fair. You don't have microtransactions in a game that still requires additional purchases on top of that. It's so stupid. It bothers me so much. Like, it, oh, it pisses me off. I, I can't stand it. You reminded it me about so something mad. in Horizon. Oh, oh, the boxes. I, I, I had th- horrific <laughs> goddamn luck with the boxes. Do you know how many... I used, like, four rocks in my entire playthrough. Do you know how many boxes of rocks I got? Ridiculous. In order to get them out of my inventory, I would um, just chuck rocks away so that I could pick them up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't have very much luck in those boxes either. I'm actually very surprised that they didn't make it so you could buy them with money. Um, and Thank that God. they, I mean, you they kept it in the, in the merchants. Th- oh, I meant like real dollars, oh, like uh, real money. Because I know like certain single-player games now will also include those. Like DSX, you could buy shit to increase your chances of doing stuff. And like, you know, like, uh, Assassin's Creed, um, Unity, you could buy mm-hmm. boxes and stuff. Like, are you serious? Um, um, yeah. But, uh, sorry, I, I just got a text from, from somebody. I, this, I can't. I can't handle it. I can't handle f- people avoiding Yakuza. It's bothering me. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's like, is it what happened? All right, sorry. Text. Is the text message conversation, hey, man, do you want to borrow my copy of Yakuza 0? It, and the it guy's was, like, dude, Bill, it was, please, it was, stop I need forcing a, your religion I, on me. I need a new game. What do I buy? Was the text. Uh-huh. Um, okay. I said, well, Persona uh, or, or Yakuza. Um and or you could just borrow my copy of Yakuza and he's like oh yeah sure but I'm not sure I want to play Yakuza just yet and then he says Persona is very tempting but I don't really want to buy a full price game for Mario Kart well then what are you asking to buy there's no other games to fucking buy dude there's nothing else to buy if you're listening to this man look this is how I'm reacting to this outside of the text message there's no other games to buy that aren't full price every other game that came out this year we all bought Super Mario Run play Yakuza god damn it 
Um, uh, I am sitting at 20 bucks. I'm just texting him back, all caps. Play Yakuza. Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris. I think that's 40 bucks. I'm not going to ask Bill Uh, for any recommendations until I've played Yakuza. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Bill, can you recommend Yakuza? Yakuza. I can't lend you my copy of uh, Yakuza, unfortunately, Abby, because mine is digital. Um... (laughs) No, I, I don't. That with, like, I, I don't. Evil in your voice. If uh, it's digital. I didn't mean to. I had something in my throat that I was. I had cleared out previously. Um, it's it's not that like I want to force everyone to play it, but like if someone's a- if I've like recommended the game and someone's asking me personally what to play, like my answer every time is going to be Yakuza. All right, um, Bill. I'm 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 sorry to say this, but this game better blow my bloody socks off. It is. My favorite. It's gonna be my goatee no matter what. I know it. And you haven't played Zelda like, yet, man. That's you haven't played Splatoon two yet, man. There's there's you a. You know what worries me is get... I think I've got like a lot of contenders for game of the year already, and we're in April. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, this year is rough. Before, the summer's gonna dry up a bit. Kinda. Well, yeah, mostly. It depends. Uh, Splatoon's in the summer. Mm. For me, Shadow of War's in the summer. I got more wind in the summer. Um... That's enough, honestly, too. Uh, I still think that game should be called Shadow of Wardor. <laughs> it should. Um, we haven't yeah. talked about Final Fantasy as well, um, either. 14. We've uh, played a ton of that. We've got a video. Go check it out. Palace of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, we all really enjoy that MMO. You can watch mm. us play it. I like my uh, character. On this She's very cute. channel. She does the Harvest um, Dance, and it's great. I feel like I've talked about 14 before uh, on here, probably. Like, for my own personal opinions on the game. Like, what I think of 14 is old hat. But uh, if you guys want to talk about it, that's fine. Uh, That's cool. Or you can just watch the video. um, video. And see see how much fun we're having with it. Um, But, I mean, it's... Bill lets me die. Spoilers. It's, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think if, uh... Anything else... I don't think I get any friend benefits if anyone adds me in Grand Blue Fantasy, but I mean, um, I'd recommend that game if you like mobile gotcha RPGs. And there's an anime this season for it, you know? Um, it's got good art. Anime. Um, <laughs> you can watch Jeez. My Hero Academia season two. Uh, it's really good. Have uh, you got a video coming for that? Uh, yes, actually. Oh, alright. Uh, <laughs> um,. It's more of a general My Hero video. Oh, okay. Not really season two. Uh, I'm also still trying to come up with a video for that, uh, for that drawing. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that. <laughs> uh, it's pretty difficult. I'm uh, sure. For hot, adult, and powerful. What I've do got, you do? I've got just the show. And because I can't get my head around how I would do the thing that I want to do with it. I'll let you take it. Well, we can talk about that off off mm. uh, off yeah. camera. Off air. Um, if there's nothing else prudent that, er, you know, that mm. er, everyone uh. wants to... Um... I mean, I've played a lot of other stuff, but I haven't finished it yet. So, um, I um, need to decide if I'm going to play anything aside from Mario Kart in the next month. month? Although, next, next podcast, we're going to be talking about E3, I'm sure, so... Uh, E3 yes. predictions, maybe, yeah. Most likely. 
the Getting leaks close. will have started to happen by then. Hooray. Ooh. Getting close. <laughs> um, but hopefully you'll see some more content from us soon. Mm, yes. Um, I enjoyed making the Final Fantasy XIV video, so... Uh, well... Maybe we could do some I more mean, stuff like that if you guys. I do hope to play some more Final Fantasy Fourteen. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sentence. Yeah, it was. What are you talking about? Um, but yeah, have you, have uh, you never seen Hot Fuzz? <laughs> if if uh, we accidentally spoil anything today, I'm sorry. Um, mm. I feel like this me. was a long it. podcast. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's up three length. hours. Yeah. Um, if. Uh, if you have anything to say about Persona, um, I personally won't be checking the comments. Um, <laughs> Until they've been personally screened. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can let me know, Kinder, if how things are looking. Um, no. But do let us know if you're liking that game. Uh, I think all three of us are enjoying it. Kinder, I, I, well, I, I, I enjoyed enjoying it, past it. tense. <laughs> yes. I'm enjoying um, it enough that if I don't manage to beat it with my borrowed time, I will buy it myself. Oh my god, these sex messages are making me so mad. I'll tell you when we're doing it. Oh, it's killing me. It's hurting my soul. Doesn't want to... Oh, I can't do it. Oh. Doesn't oh, want to play a JRPG. I'm physically... No, dude, it's not even that. I'm physically ill. <laughs> he... Okay. I... Ah! Ah, fucking Kingdom Hearts. That's all I gotta say. I... What, he, he just played Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> Alright, I'm... I... This has been the Permanent Podcast, everybody. Which po- did he choose? Like one point eight. Uh, he wants to buy instead. He wants to buy the new collection that just came out. That is fifty dollars. The one point five, two point five. Pretty much full price. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm just confused. Um. I'm. I thought maybe he didn't want to play Yakuza because it's long, and like you know, and, he, <laughs> yeah, and, and that's why he was, picked... and that's why he was avoiding Persona too because that's also long. But he's going to pick six Kingdom Hearts games. There's, yeah, there's like 80 games in that disc, and they're all long. So it's like I'm confused. <laughs> Don't ask me for a recommendation if you already have it sorted in your head what you're buying. Like <laughs> he just wants validation. Anyway, this yeah. Oh, you should totally buy Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I'm going to give him that validation. The fucking series that I have no interest in whatsoever. Um, that is the most convoluted series of all time. Like, I, you know, here, you could finally experience the story start to finish after a f- decade and a half um, longer of this game's existence um, to get you ready for the sequel that might not come out until, like, 2019. <laughs> um, we put it. We put the games in the right order for you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Square. <laughs> Your fucking patchwork series over there at Kingdom Hearts. I, you know, it makes me so mad. The games that don't work. We've just it. put the cutscenes on the disc yeah. for you. <laughs> I've wanted to get into Kingdom Hearts for so many years, but every time I think about it, I get so frustrated because, like, what fucking developer makes a bunch of in-canon stories on like eight platforms? Like, here's yeah. one on the DS. Here's one on the Game Boy. Here's one on the phone. Here's one on the PSP. Here's one. Like, uh, could I'll you guys tell you fucking who, chill? It's, like, it's the guy who's working on Final Fantasy VII remake at the minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The guy whose decision it was to probably make it episodic. Like, here's what we'll do. Like, dude, you gotta cool your brain. Like, bring it back a little bit. I'm sure these games are brilliant, but I just... Uh, whenever I think about it, it makes me so mad. Because, like, there's no... And, okay, I'm making a lot of assumptions here based on the people who play Kingdom Hearts. Um, but there's no way anybody knows what's going on in those games. There's just no way. If, if someone looks me in the eyes and, like, tries to break down Kingdom Hearts, I'm just gonna look at them and go, like, oh, you don't know what you're saying at all. You have no clue. Like, the... Like, I'm half tempted now to put myself the, through Kingdom Hearts and do dude, a spoiler you, cast with you, look, Bill. If, 
I think that would be grade A content if I can get my hands on the PS4 collection. Okay, and we do some kind of Kingdom Hearts thing yeah, yeah. where we break it down yeah, and we make right. our own little encyclopedia on Kingdom Hearts. I want yeah, to play the game. I'll just pretend. Mm. Uh, you, oh yeah, that'll be that'll be the thing. There'll be you probably me who has, have to me who's played it trying to understand it. Bill who's played it just to play it, and you're there. Not playing it at all, just trying to <laughs> pretend that you know what's going on, and we'll see how coherent the, the conversation right. oh, man. is. And we'll see if, right? <laughs> and we'll see if anyone can guess who did actually play it and who didn't play it yeah. by just how the conversation yeah. is. Um, but uh, anyway, I I don't have I'm not hating on Kingdom Hearts. It's just like that the, that timeline and that series is just so fucked. It's the impenetrable yeah. series for me. I don't think I'm ever going to get it into is it. Shit, 100 percent impenetrable. And then I, I again again my hate on Kingdom Hearts sounds like it, but there's just there's just moments in like I was watching the trailer for the HD collection and I start busting out laughing like harder than I have in a long time, because there's this there's there's this scene in it where they're walking through like this ice palace this ice palace and like someone, and like someone like that. I guess there's an ice palace somewhere, Ellie. <laughs> and like someone, like some bad guy, like throws a rock at Goofy or something, and, and Mickey Mouse, <laughs> and Mickey Mouse is in like this, he's in like this dark black robe, and like oh, yeah. someone, someone like hits Goofy with a rock, and Mickey like turns around and like it zooms in on his face, all dramatic. And this is Mickey Mouse, okay? We all know Mickey Mouse. Forever as kids, you know, Goofy Moo. Mickey Mouse is a, is a child's character, cartoon. He turns around and looks so mean, and he's like, "Yo!" He looks at the bad guy, and like I'm supposed to watch this scene and go like, "Yes, um, yes, I'm so yeah, I'm so pumped." He looks at the bad guy, and like, "Yo, pay for that!" <laughs> I'm just like, what? The, what the fuck is that? Have you? you you'll pay for this like what the fuck it's mickey mouse and i gotta look up this trailer and link it to you guys because you guys have to see it i i just (laughs) (laughs) i think he's found it (laughs) oh my god i love it i love it i i i think it actually you know I'm making fun of it a lot, but like I think this might be grounds for me having to play this game at some point. I might need to eat crow and like you know anyone listening who wants to challenge me, like just play it, Bill, and you'll see. What is I, crow, I, by the way? You've said that twice it, now. Um, it's some uh, expression. <laughs> <Crow> <laughs> is <laughs> all right. <let's> see. <laughs> it's so goofy, right? Like no oh pun intended on goofy, but like it's just so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll pay for there. this. <laughs> in that old classic oh Mickey Mouse God. voice. Like, yeah. I need to play Kingdom um, Hearts like right now. <laughs> and, anyway, eating crow is uh, used in English speaking countries. That means humiliation by admitting having been proven wrong after taking a strong position. Crow is presumably foul tasting in the same way that being proven wrong might be emotionally hard to swallow. Okay. Um, so, uh,. Yeah, I, I knew what it meant. I just didn't know the origin of it. So yeah, um, I, I will gladly eat crow on Kingdom Hearts. You know, if if I play it and I enjoy it a lot, because um, I think I can have a lot of fun. Even though I laugh at that scene, I think I can have a lot of fun with that scene. Still, I think it's still a fun. It's probably fun in context and all that. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, anyway. Um, what the hell are we talking Oh, because he wants to talk about Kingdom Hearts instead of playing Yakuza. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm um, playing Kingdom Hearts next. I, I gotta know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll pay for I, this. I, I've gotta know what um, Ricky does next. <laughs> Oh, it's uses just, it his uh, his force powers. <laughs> cracks me up. I mean, I I always thought the idea of like Disney mixed with stuff is pretty cool in a, in a way. Like, I, I know I'm a massive Disney fan, so I'm surprised that I haven't um, played it yet. And and I'm not sure what like the setup is. I don't know why they're all there. So like, I think it'd be cool to play it and and experience it. But you know, and, uh, you remember way back when when we did the uh, we all played the one game that was Hattleful Boyfriend. <laughs> mm, yes. Our project for twenty by this time next year is to have played all of Kingdom Hearts. And maybe we'll be it's in time for the release of long. three. Yeah. Well, come on, <laughs> come on, um, man! I think that could be fun. I, I think I think I, p- part of uh, me as a person, I, I would <clears throat> like I I sit here and I'm laughing at the scene so much because right? it is funny. I, I am I'm laughing at it a lot and like it almost it's almost it's almost maliciously mocking it and and I I don't want to do that. Um, like you know, with something I haven't played, like in scene for myself, because a lot of people love this series, and like I have friends who love it, and I'm sure I'm sure people who listen to this love it, and and I don't want to sit here and like mock it that way. It's just, I mean, come on, from an outsider, that seems hysterical, but I would like to play it, you know, and and like and see it for myself, because there's a reason it built up a fan base, um, as as beloved as it has, and there's a reason people still get excited for it, so. You know, I'd like Disney too, so I, I would be totally. I think it'd be really fun to like, you know, see all these different Disney movies in RPG form. So I will play it at some point. Um, it's just, you know, if you're trying to decide between Yakuza and Kingdom Hearts, I mean, the Dragon of Dojima must rise. Um, put Yakuza in next Kingdom Hearts, then we're talking. I mean, that'd be a bit weird. Kingdom Hearts Zero. <laughs> anyway, um, this has been the Permadeath Podcast, uh, episode 31. Mm, it's been a long one. Um, so. It's been a long one. Uh, this has been your monthly dose. Uh, look for new content coming out um, probably in between episodes. We're going to try to get some more stuff at you. Um, and I'm not sure what date the Persona 5 spoiler cast will be, but it will exist uh, at some time or another. Uh, you can follow us all on Twitter. All those links are down below if you want to hear our thoughts on games in between episodes that maybe we aren't, you know, including in the show or, or just, you know, what we're up to day-to-day basis. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, find us on iTunes if you like that. If you're a fan of that. If you like using iTunes. You know? Madman. <laughs> click a button. And like, oh, I got all these podcasts on my phone right away. Holy shit. You know, cool. <laughs> mm. um, it's the future. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell, but I've lost steam since uh, a Puyo Pop talk because I was watching Tetris. Yeah. It just lulled me. Yeah, lulled me yeah. away. All right, bye. Anyway, bye. <laughs> Have a great day. We'll see you soon. <laughs>